Trash. Trash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Byron Harris. Byron is a multi-instrumentalist who mostly plays for Jesus, but he does some secular work, but he is a very humble and extraordinary musician. Um, just a quick, just to give you an idea, the first time I met Byron uh, was at a little jam at, that my friend put on, and he came over and was playing the bass and the keys at the same time, like in conjunction with each other, it, but like really well and just hitting, just just hitting it. So. Just so you guys know a little bit about what kind of uh, what kind of beast you're, we're talking about here, he's just a he, he he's a monster, and um, he he plays. Let's see, he plays the bass, uh, drums, and keys, but he also plays a little bit of guitar. It's not really his instrument, like the other three is but you can tell if he just put in a little more time he would just kill the guitar so anyways byron's coming up here shortly in the meantime why don't you go over to reinamystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com and check out the new album 1018 i had the honor of penning a few of the songs alongside my wife reina and we are very proud of this album and we want you to hear it too so go to reinamystique.com and you can get your physical copies there or you can go to spotify or you can go to uh, YouTube, you can go to Google Play, Apple Music, anywhere you get your music, you can stream it as well. <clears throat> uh, real quick, a little side note, I don't want to get sidetracked for too long, but I just saw on Facebook, or Rolling Stone just put out on Facebook that uh, Spotify is now offering Hulu to any Spotify premium members. So if you are a Spotify premium member, make sure you go into your accounts and activate your your uh, rewards, I think is what they're called, and get your Hulu and go and watch The Handmaid's Tale because it's fucking incredible. Okay, back to it. Uh, you can also go to We Speak English Good net and check out the newly redesigned website that my lovely wife Raina has put together for for everyone for everyone for us uh, you can also write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com let us know how we're doing over here uh, I, I just got a email last week uh, in regards to transcripts to the show and I don't have transcripts just in case you missed it Amir don't have transcripts <laughs> I know there's services out there, but I just don't pay for that. I don't care. I don't feel like I need to do that at this point, but maybe in the future. Who knows? Um, you can also follow me on social media, Instagram, at We Speak English Good, at We Speak English Good on the Facebook, and uh, or you can follow me, just Mike Epp on uh, Facebook or on Instagram. Mm, either one. Mm, I both... I mostly put all the same content on both, but sometimes I'll just, it's different. 
okay just go follow whatever you want if not it, it, who cares you could also if you could also please uh, go and uh, uh, rate and uh, leave a review on itunes for the show or stitcher or Podomatic or wherever you get your podcast leave a review it helps the show and um, i was thinking about making a patreon i don't i don't think anyone would really patronize it i don't know if that's the right word but i was thinking about doing that maybe because i don't know sponsorship i'm not big enough for sponsorship but you know i have a little interaction who knows anyways there's no patreon yet so i'm thinking about it anyways let's get over to byron i'm rambling on way too long um this is a this is pretty music heavy uh we don't it just just go ahead and listen to it 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 gets a little nerdy but um in a good way i was completely enthralled in the conversation the whole time so um everybody byron harris jr be much like i i love it i enjoy it man this is cool oh i appreciate it man <laughs> and, and this and this is like i'm honored too this is my first podcast ever like i've never been a part of a podcast so oh awesome i am like truly honored man thank you so much no man. problem man well thank you for meeting me oh, man, i'm yo. glad that you're only 10 <laughs> seconds away from here because that makes it very convenient for man, you convenient to the max <laughs> he's like he's probably watching tv like oh i guess i should probably walk over to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious, man. Yes, sir. This is cool, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you for coming. Yeah, no problem, I hope you don't man. mind country music. No, I love country music. Yeah? I actually used to play in a country band. So. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I, I love it. You like you like the new stuff. You like old stuff. Like what, what? Um, I mean, and what do you like about it? I'm just curious. For me, I like I like a little bit of every as far as the old stuff and the new stuff. I like a, a little bit of of the mix. Yeah. Um, I haven't dug into country enough. Yeah. Um, but I will say that. Um, I just I like how it moves. Um, I like the stories, yeah. um, even though some of the stories may be a little kind of like repetitive. You know, pickup trucks, pickup trucks, America, America. short <laughs> shorts, uh, cowboy right, boots. Right, yo, like it's it's the, it's the same kind of stuff. Dusty roads, it's dusty roads, <laughs> <laughs> hunting, fishing, loving Hunt. every day. You know, but <laughs> I, I I like it, man. I want to I want to dive into it more. Yeah. I used to actually be a part of a Christian country band. Oh, cool. So a lot of the stuff I played was like it was real simple. You know, mm-hmm. A B C, yeah. real cut and dry, yeah. whatnot. But um, I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. So I definitely want to get into more country stuff, honestly. Right. No, I mean countries. I, I love country too. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, it the the content of the lyrics <laughs> might be a little repetitive, redundant, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little stupid at times. Yeah. But when you think of other genres of music and yeah. like what people have chosen to For speak sure. about, Definitely. it's like it all kind of is the same shit, right? Like just <laughs> right. talking about the things you like. Right, it's right, like right, I right, like right. love. Right. I like uh, you know I like <laughs> taking drives. Yeah. You know. It's like, yeah. So I mean, when you when you look at it, I mean, it relates to a lot of yeah. people. But the problem is, is that it's been kind of co-opted by, mm-hmm. like, especially this mainstream country yeah. has kind of been co-opted. Yeah, definitely. And made into like a machine product type thing. Definitely, I can but, agree with that. But and it's funny because sometimes <laughs> you'll put on the country station and they'll be like, 
Right, like... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who... <laughs> this is country? Who's the EDM beats behind, like, <laughs> my pickup truck won't start, you know? Um, faded blue jeans. <laughs> so it, it's kind true. of... It's just sort of... It's, it, it's just sort of been co-opted yeah. by the mainstream that pop so music true. anyways. That is so true. But, I mean... What I love about country, even now, is mm-hmm. that even though you have these EDM beats, mm-hmm. you still have like incredible musicians who yeah. are it down in like Nashville or whatever, Definitely. just like ripping it, They're ripping you know? it, yeah. man. Like let um. let them recordings have it. You know? Yeah, so, for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, and that's cool, you know, mm-hmm. like. It's great that they're actually pulling like real talents mm-hmm. to come and play like their slide guitar mm-hmm. or, or the lap steel and yeah. you know and, and and make that a part of the mainstream yeah. world you know definitely and, uh, like real talent and mm-hmm. stuff for sure man it, it, it's because a lot of times with pop I, I just I see a lack of like musicianship yeah. Uh, I can not, agree with that not not that it's uh, not that what they're doing isn't musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and writing music and writing songs Definitely. is a talent of its own. Yes, sir. But it's, um, I don't know. It's just sort of, uh, there, there's not really, um, you know, like back in the day, there used to be a big thing about like strong vocals or strong guitar yeah. leads or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And now it's just sort of like if you can make people undulate, uh, yeah. then send them out. <laughs> send them Get out. Get them out. Yeah. <laughs> Get them off the bench. That's, Get that shit in that's there. That's true. That's true, man. <laughs> but, that is true. But whatever. True. I mean, teach their own. Right. And, and te- I right. can't judge. And and you know what? I like some of that pop shit too. It's yeah. like I just, you can't hate on all of it. Right. You know? it's, like, some I, of it's pretty yeah, some legit. Of it's good. I like like Bruno Mars. I don't know. Man, dude. Bruno's good. Yeah. yeah Bruno. Bruno's yeah, good. Bruno's good, man. So it's a good guy. Um, if you could introduce yourself to yes, the sir. to the listeners, <laughs> so they know who I'm talking to. If they couldn't read the the heading, right? Or the, <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Byron Harris Jr. I'm 26 years old, born and raised here in Toledo, Ohio. Um, living in Maumee, Ohio. I'm, I consider it both the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, like, I, I think so too. You know, but um, but yeah, just you know, I'm, I'm a young Toledo Maumee boy, just trying to uh, you know make it. So, May, so, so you, uh, so do you come from a musical family? You yeah, definitely. Music? My uh, my father's a drummer. Okay, and uh, my mom was a singer. She sung in church. She okay. doesn't really sing anymore, but my dad, uh, he came up, you know, playing in church and whatnot. And then when I, you know, when I appeared here on the earth, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, you know, kind of got me going with music. And two years old is when he first put the first drumsticks on my hands. So, okay. And from there on, it's just history. Were you one of those uh, kids who kind of like caught on pretty quick? Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hi. What's your name? <laughs> okay. I think you're up. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> thank you. No, it's okay. Do your thing, girl. <laughs> That's the benefits of doing this out in public oh, yeah, is that you have definitely. people yeah, come in. Yeah, people come in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so were you one of those kids who were like? Um, took quick to music or like kind of like took quick kind of like it, it kind of came naturally yeah i i would say so um i mean of course just like everybody else and anybody else i mean i practiced right um of course but um i would honestly say i i've been blessed when i was a you know young kid to be able to do things at a young age that people were doing like two or three times my age um i i appeared in the uh, toledo drum off for oh. guitar center um when i was tw- first when i was 12 uh-huh. um and that was 14 years ago, <laughs> um, I actually made it to like the store finals 
um, there were three weeks, and then with every week there was a winner and a runner-up. Yeah. So I was one of the runner-ups of one of the weeks, and yeah. I was at that time I was only 12 years old. Yeah. And yeah. mind you, like I was the youngest drummer in that competition of my week. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I think probably the whole competition yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in the store. But yeah, man, just you know, mimicking people and you know, I watch somebody do something. And then, like, all right, now I just play it back to him verbatim. Yeah. And uh, my, my dad definitely saw yeah. that, you know, it, this was, okay, he has, he has a gift here. It's yeah, pretty, yeah. You know. there's, something, there's something more yeah. more than just, like, you're interested in it. It's yeah. like there is, like, a, a natural fit. Definitely, yeah, yeah, because like there are some people that I know that um, that was into uh, music and different things like that and yeah. was learning an instrument. Right. But what happened was was that their interest it just fell off. Right. Like, they they were kind. They were cool in the, in the beginning. Right. Next thing you know, man, they just fell off. And I was yeah. like, Nah, man, I love music, and this is what it is. <laughs> well, so. it's life life can get a hold of you, yeah, even definitely. at a young age. Definitely. You know, like yeah, baseball sure. and basketball right. comes up, and right. The last thing you want to do is go play your drums or your bass or <laughs> or your flute, whatever right, the fuck it yeah, is. Yeah, you know, right, I was like, right. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm gonna go outside, <laughs> shoot some hoops. It's summer because you know. That's Winter a, comes here and right. like the the whole city shuts down exactly. for like eight months. <laughs> you know, so like you gotta take advantage of those outdoor got, got to, summer man. So those summer breaks. Yeah, definitely. But have to. so so then I'm just curious. Mm -hmm. Do you have like super early memories? Like like because for me, mm -hmm. it I kind of turn on around four. Mm -hmm. You know, like I remember like preschool nice. and making like a soap dinosaur yeah. or some <laughs> silly shit. <laughs> But do you have like memories from like before four or three oh, or two at all? Do you? Man. I mean, do you remember like being really small and trying to hit shit? Mm. I I remember very vaguely, not yeah. too much, but I do remember like my dad sent me some pictures. Well, I actually went through some pictures and saw my first uh, picture when I was two years old, and my dad had took some regular drumsticks, yeah. went to his tool shed and like sawed them in half, <laughs> cut the length down yeah. just to make them like long enough for me. That is but, fatherly <laughs> love right there. Fatherly that love, is man. beautiful. Fatherly man. love, but no, no memories before four that I can think of. Yeah, I yeah. Would, I, I, something. No, I'm I just curious because yeah. because uh, I mean. We're sitting here talking about drums, but when I met Byron, <laughs> Byron's played the bass and keys at a Fender Rhodes at the same fucking time. So, just to give you an idea of who we're talking to here and who who's uh, <laughs> um, the, the the immense talent that you have, Appreciate like it, man. Thank that you. that seems to have been cultivated since childhood. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so your parents have, I mean. I have to imagine they're very encouraging. Definitely. Considering uh, was your dad a working musician or was he just a... Um, he was a musician, but he wasn't a working musician. Yeah. Like, he did music for some time with this group called First Creation. Okay. Um, they were a gospel uh, group. It was a gospel... Uh, it was six of them. Uh-huh. And uh, he played drums and he sang background vocals, I believe. Mm -hmm. But uh, after a while, you know, he just kind of put it down and just, you know, decided just to be a working man. Yeah, yeah, And totally. uh, for me personally, it was like, man, seeing that he... Seeing how far he went and um, some of the things I didn't know that he actually did until I got older, he told me yeah. um, when I was at the place that I could understand. Of course. And uh, like, he, like, like, like things with his musical career. Yeah, or things with his career. Yeah. Like, like what? Like what? He uh, he actually went to this show called the Bobby Jones Gospel Show. Mm -hmm. Bobby Jones Gospel Show was like a really like big ordeal, like especially back in um, maybe like from like the '90s to like the early 2000s. Okay. Um, probably even before that, but he's been on. TV for a while 
And um, he actually had went on with this group and they sang it and everything like that. It's oh, kind of like a showcase kind yeah, of ordeal. Yeah, yeah. And he went on there and it was like, man. And I didn't even know so that. So that's a big deal for yeah, the gospel scene. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that was a big deal because Bobby Jones is like a he's like a staple when it comes to like gospel stuff. Like yeah, he, yeah. like his show was something was a show that people knew for years. Yeah. So uh, what, how, where did it play? Like uh, uh, I think what, it. Well, I. <laughs> I think it was based in Nashville. I'm not uh-huh. sure at the time. But of, it was like a like a nationwide show. Yeah, nationwide that was, show. Was nationwide up. show. It was on um it was on the BT network. Oh no. Yeah, it was okay, on the BT okay, network. Okay. Um but actually so when he did that, he told me about that maybe before I was like a little bit after twenty one, uh-huh. four twenty one. Um but he told me that and I was like, Man, that's cool. Not too long after he told me that, I actually had the chance to go on and do uh, oh, nice. do it myself with this group. From here called Ushering, and I ended up playing some bass, and uh, it was it was <laughs> pretty cool, man. So to be able to say that I I did something that he did as well, oh, but uh, moreover, man, um, he he did do music. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, he put it down and decided to work. Yeah. But for me, I I want to take what he did and take it a whole step further yeah. and actually pursue. Um, you know the whole music career, man. Because I mean, I'm I've been blessed to be able to play a couple of instruments, man, yes. and you know do some arranging and different things like that. So I I just want to go ahead and just you know make him proud and just take what he did and take it a whole step further, man. Maybe we come home with a Grammy or a Stellar or something like that, man. That's beautiful. And just you know put the city on the map. So for sure, for sure. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, that that's a beautiful thing, man. That's yes, a beautiful. That's a uh, a beautiful driving force. Yes, sir. For some, because you know some people can like use spite as yeah. a driving force, yeah, or like, man. It's crazy. or like anger or <laughs> hatred, or, right? Or happiness or joy, whatever it mm-hmm. is that drives a person. Yeah, for sure. Like who knows what driving what what drives a person? I'm, I'm actually reading this book. It's about. Do you know who Harry Anslinger is? Harry Anslinger, no. The name sounds familiar though. He's he's like a old school um, G man kind of like okay. back in the day of like okay. the early days of the FBI and oh, he was wow. he was actually the one who started the war on drugs and um, kind of got us into this mess. But what drove this guy into his hatred, not only for drugs but the hatred for people who use drugs, was that his mom was a was a drug addict. Wow! And so he he thought like. So the book is start. It's called uh, "Chasing the Screams" or okay. "Chasing Chasing the Scream" or something like that. Okay. I'm reading it right now. It's an incredible nice, book, by okay. the way. It's all about the drug war and, yeah. and how it started here in America yeah. and we forced it upon the world. Wow. And it kind of and he kind of breaks down how it opened up the black market. Oh. Like like um like when when alcohol when they when that was prohibition back in the 20s, mm-hmm. never have. In, in this country's history had we had such an influx of crime because when you made this drug illegal alcohol you closed down this market that should be regulated by the government right mm-hmm. I mean something as powerful as alcohol yeah. I think should be handled by the authorities uh-huh. you know yeah, that's definitely. fine instead they put it in the hands of people who are making it in their bathtubs and, and gangsters wow. and yeah. um the hell's his name rothstein he was this this gangster in new york who was just okay. ruthless no, gangster wow. who was just i mean like 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 this one person uh-huh. had this drive wow because of his mom mm-hmm. to make this crazy mess that we're in now yeah because i mean i've been personally affected by drugs mm-hmm. i mean just by my own use mm-hmm. in the past yeah. and like friends mm-hmm. and I still have people from my past who are dying now mm-hmm. and it's just interesting it's just mm-hmm. in- interesting because 
instead of regulating these drugs and, and having a full control over yeah. them and, and and we 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 don't let it happen but but what happens is a, a market is forced because people yeah. are going to do drugs mm -hmm. people are going to want to get high no matter yep. what you know yep. and they're going to get it however they can get it yeah and so what we did was we instead of the collective united states yeah making money and all those earnings and yeah. regulating these drugs yeah. We put it in the hands of, of gangsters, yeah. children. I mean, I mean, I've seen horrible things in yeah. the neighborhoods that I grew up in. Wow. And so, like, it's uh, it's long-reaching. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that whole point of mm -hmm. that was what drives somebody. Yeah, <laughs> and definitely. this hatred stems from his own mother. Uh-huh. And look what he did. And so, like, the idea that, like experiences or mm -hmm. something can drive somebody yeah and 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 i guess it's dangerous it can be dangerous in what drives you yeah definitely and i think that it's very nice that you are driven by a very positive thing because yes, your father means a lot to you your parents yes, both mean a lot to yes, you sir. And, and you just want to make them proud definitely and that's a beautiful thing yes sir and <laughs> so <laughs> I know that was a long road. Oh no, that. but it, 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 I do definitely understand what you mean, and it, it, that's something that I don't think about, or some people don't really think about. Like that's that's actually true. Like, and, and people should take more consideration about that. Like, what drives a person? Right. You know, it, I mean, because you know, you can be driven by you know a good side over an evil side. You know, so right. but that's something that I, that that definitely comes to mind a lot more often now, um, yeah. and I appreciate that because that definitely helps me to think about that as well like yeah, why why do a, you know why does the person do what they do exactly. and for me um i always try to have the mindset of especially musically wise too um i try to have the mindset of why i do what i do and the reason i do what i do is because i consistently want to inspire mm -hmm. um i want to inspire people i mean credentials is whatever you know but i want to inspire people like i want to inspire somebody who's been playing drums for 15 20 years but they didn't have like a fallback for like two three years and yeah. we're at a jam session or something like something like that they meet me and then i'm like man what what is that you were doing like you know and just right. you know show them something and you know kind of encourage them man because sometimes that's all a person needs man it's sure. just you know uh, a, a great fire just starts off with a little match. Well, you know. So. Can, I, I, can I just say, after <laughs> the short, brief time that we spent together yes, in the sir. jam circle, yes, sir. I went home that night like I need to work hard. Wow, <laughs> because because of that. And you're a young wow. guy. Yes, I'm sir. older. I'm 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 a little older than you. I'm uh -huh. 34. I'm much older. than you. <laughs> Eight years. <laughs> but thank you for doing the math because I tried and like it was it's like beep, no, nope, and I moved on. <laughs> My brain was like, calculate, calculate, <laughs> yes, move on. We're moving yes, past sir. this. Right. Yes, sir. So, so, you know, it, it's just like how people are driven and like mm -hmm. what drives them and, yes, and like what keeps them coming back to yes, that. Sir. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, I've read a lot of like authors like yes, to sir. compare their... Um, their urge, their need to come back to their instrument or their mm -hmm. typewriter yes, or sir. their painting that they're working on. Yes, sir. A lot of them look at it as almost like a, not a disease, but a, like a mental illness. And and, and to, 
I know there's a mental, uh, there's a negative stigma that comes with saying mental illness. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But if you think about what we're doing, <laughs> is that we're coming back and we're mm-hmm. putting time into something over and over and over yeah. and over again. Mm-hmm. You just you keep coming back. To yeah, it. definitely. It's, it, there's some kind of psychopathy to it. You know, yeah, there, definitely. There, this this need to keep going and doing something mm-hmm. that's not really, you know, it's not feeding you like nourishing your your body your like, body, like yeah. with food or anything yeah, yeah. like on a literal level definitely and it's not you know it's not building a house or mm-hmm. hunting your dinner yes, or, sir. i guess i'm i'm kind of going out there right now <laughs> yeah, no, but that's you. right but it's 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 something that's giving it's nourishing something definitely else. and, and like sure. i don't know like certain people are drawn to it more than others yeah and, definitely and, and for you you're kind of born into it which helps mm-hmm. yeah definitely. that helps a lot that yeah. your pa- family with it but you had this like this draw to it. It's like, do you mm-hmm. remember? I mean, do you remember like as a kid being like like trying to like thinking about like oh my god, I spent a lot of time doing this, or, mm-hmm. or did it even occur to you? It, I mean, like were you cognizant of what you were doing as a child? Definitely, I would say that um, when it came to like me being a kid and like I, I would I would say that I had a a, a normal kid's life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I did sports. You know, played outside. You know, had fun. Yeah. Theme parks and all that stuff like that. But at the same time, music was big for me. Like yeah. in the summertime, I wasn't always outside playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those days, I was like, "Hey, Dad, can I go practice on the drums?" Like, <laughs> sure, okay, yeah. cool. And I'd be down there for three to four hours with uh, with a recording going on and put it over my headphones. And my dad would maybe come down periodically just to check on me and to yeah. show me some different things and whatnot. But I, I mean, I would say I definitely. Um, I, I definitely had a kid's life, right. but music was something that was big to the point where um, I wasn't always outside in the summertime, right. um, and I wasn't always, you know, kind of doing what kids do as far as, um, you know, consistently playing all the time. Right. But some of that, a lot of that time was listening to records. Um, uh, my dad would bring home an album. As soon as he brought it home, I'd snap, I'd, I'd whatever it was, I'd find it, open up the credits, yeah. and that's old school, man. Like yeah. we don't, even, we're we're not even in those days anymore. Like no. a lot of time with these with these records and stuff, we don't know who played what. Right. So for me, I'm just thankful that you know my dad had those you know CDs and different things at home, and yeah, I was totally. able to read credits. Like yo, okay, who played drums on here? It was yeah. Gerald Hayward or Nissan Stewart or a Phil Collins or a Dave Weckl. Like you know, I was able to read these things, and for me, it helped me. It helped me to take it a step further and go find out who these guys were because right. they're playing from that record, from that video, or from that song stemmed uh, and stimulated my brain as far as trying to get better and different things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it it all it it played its part even mm-hmm. with me being a kid, but right. music was just still like a part of my like growing up and just right. you know part of you know my childhood, man. And it was it was huge, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that. That, yeah, and, and you know, I wasn't trying to say that you didn't have a good oh, childhood. Oh no, no, or anything, not but, at all. No, not but, at you all. You know, like as not a kid, <laughs> as a kid, a lot of kids are not concerned about definitely, that kind of thing. Definitely. And so, as a child, to yeah. be drawn to something and to put that much time into it, yeah. Because by the time you're 12, you're able to go win competitions and fuck shit up. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, because that that's a really big thing. And, and I remember being. Like seventeen or eighteen, mm-hmm. still like maybe four years into guitar or something, and like, and just looking at little kids and being like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, like, what you know I, what I mean? Like, what yeah, is that? Yeah. Like, what yeah. What does it take? Yes, sir. And at that age, I didn't realize that it actually took like time, and you took just you have to practice. put in those fucking hours. Yeah, you have to, man. And have it, to. And like, I have, I'm a natural, mm-hmm. and 
um, but I get to a certain point and I get frustrated yeah. and then I move on to something else because uh -huh. it's like so like I've gotten to this point where like I want to I want to know how to play jazz. I want to know how okay. to do these complicated songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, R and B, gospel, mm -hmm. those can be very complicated mm -hmm. chord progressions and mm -hmm. chords itself. Yeah, <laughs> but I just didn't put in the time, and mm -hmm. and and I've become okay with that over the years. Just, eh, I'm not. I'm just not mm -hmm. gonna do that at this point <laughs> in my life. I got you. So, so it's always interesting to me when when I meet people who are like very dedicated and yes, very. Sir. Very much, and Definitely. not that I'm not a dedicated musician. It's just that I've, I'm just not that type. Yeah, of Yeah, that's not your lane. Yeah, and Every, then, everyone has a right. lane. Right. So, did you? Did, uh, you? I, I assume since we're talking about gospel and all that, that you came <laughs> up in the church yeah, setting. Definitely, and, man. And you were just sort. In the church say it's so cool because yeah. you're kind of thrown to the lions, right? Yeah. You just yeah. like you get in there and go, yeah. and yeah. Then however it comes out, that's how it and came that's out. That's how it comes out. But but that's how you learn. <laughs> yes, sir. And that's such an awesome way to learn. Yes, sir. I think. Yeah. Um, so, uh, were you uh, were you a guy who was sort of a multi instrumentalist coming up in the church as well as a kid, or were you did you stick to one instrument mostly? Um, or? I stuck to one instrument. Until I got to the age of 14. Oh, okay. Um, so you just played drums? Just played drums oh, okay. in church. And actually, I started playing drums at a maybe like 9, 10. Mm -hmm. um, my dad would have me play for the kids' choir that would oh, come okay. up. Uh, they would sing every like second Sunday. There was another drummer at the church, too, that was a kid. Uh, he was a little older than me as well. Mm. But um, I would play on second Sundays. And then he, the other drummer would play on fourth Sundays. That's when the kids would sing. Yeah. So I just played drums. When I was done, I was done. You know, and went back to children's church. <laughs> so that, <laughs> that's sweet. That's good. That was it. But, so. but there's a, that's an awesome thing, too, that you mm -hmm. were put in that position where performance, you kind of, do you ever remember a time being mm -hmm. uncomfortable on stage? Like, I mean, like, do you still get uncomfortable or are you past that? I, I definitely do get um, uncomfortable sometimes. I, well, I wouldn't say uncomfortable. I get nervous sometimes. Before a show. Uh, b b before a show because, yeah. you know, the anticipation of a crowd, right. you know, how the music's going to go, internalizing right. the music, retaining it, right. make sure you remember hits and different things like that. Right. Um, when I was younger, there was a time that I was nervous. I think um, I had to play at this, uh, my old school when I was coming up as a kid, my dad actually did a clinic at the school. Oh, the okay. school was called St. Martin de Porres. Uh, it was on uh, 1120 Horace Street, uh, but it was a Catholic school. And um, my dad came in and actually did a clinic, but he had me play before he got up. Uh -huh. So while I'm playing, like, I'm just looking straight to the left, like, by the hi-hat. Like, looking down, <laughs> not looking at nobody. Like, I don't even want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to start <laughs> to think even wanna, about like, that. Yeah. I don't even want to, like, look at anybody like that. But then my dad gets up there, and my dad just wrecks house. And for me, man, it was just like. Wow, that that was just like amazing to just see my dad just uh he just, he just took that and just playing a song he was so comfortable with it and mm -hmm. you know he didn't care who's watching him but he just yeah. you know he did his due man and for me that was like that that uh that super kid looking up to super dad yeah. moment and uh you know from there on I just learned to build a confidence uh, uh about my playing and what yeah. I did and whatnot and you know he w he would always tell me to never look down. But you know, to always look up because I'm I was shy coming up as a kid. Like yeah, I was yeah. dumb shy. Like, like like you said hi to me, and I was young enough. Like if I find my dad or my mom, I go run behind <laughs> them. Like ah yeah, now nah, I want to talk to you. Right. But those moments 
helped me to now uh, come out of that shy shell. Um, and I think for me, still being nervous before a show, um, for me, it's a sign of humility. Because it's oh, like, yeah, when, totally. you, when, you, when you know you're going to get up there and wreck stuff, like, man, that's cool and all whatnot. But I definitely try to, like, stay humble and, and maintain that because at the end of the day, man, for every one person that's dope, there's another person out there that's better than them. Yep. Like, yeah, so, for sure. And, and that's something huge that my dad instilled into me, man. Like, he mm -hmm. was just very big on that. Um, even He, he told me um, something... And this will always stick for me, and I'll even pass this down to my kids if they want to get into music. But my father always told me that um, there's there's always somebody out there better than you. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter how hard you practice and different things like that, but somebody out there is always better than you. And so that's just you know kind of what he gave me. And for from then on, I just tried to remain um, humble about what I do, mm. and uh, I just try to uh, be the best that I can be. Not not for. Not for gratitude, not for credentials, not for any of that. But the best I can be, I want to be the, a better musician today than I was yesterday. Yeah, just, yeah. just for the sake of self, man. So of course, yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, the only person standing in your way is, is yourself. You. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and, and like that's what I, I think. I kind of touched on that with myself yes, when sir. I'm like, I know I'm not gonna put in those hours yeah. that I need to yes, get sir. to where I would want to be. Yeah. But I'm just taking what I got now, and I'm yeah, just doing what I can do. Just doing what you can do, <laughs> that, man. But that's the best thing to do. Yeah, I is mean, to that's, do that. especially. I mean, like, like I'm a full time musician, so yes, like sir. it's like all I can do. And like, I wish that I could have. If, if I had more skills, I know I could get more work. So I've had to Definitely. sort of figure out different avenues mm -hmm. because being a working musician full time. I'm not getting a ton of session work because I'm not that. I, I just I'm not in that realm for. Yes, I sir. can do I can do session work mm -hmm. for like simpler stuff. Yeah. So like rock, blues, I got you. country. Yeah. You know. Yes, sir. But if someone was like, "Hey, can you put some? Could, could you come in here and lay down some fucking like some jazz shit, like some <laughs> crazy Art Tatum arrangement or something?" Art like, Tatum. I'd, yes, I'd look sir. at him like sideways. Ooh. Well, I had to, I had to I had to draw someone local, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yes, sir, yeah, man. To, yeah, to, <laughs> man. We are in Toledo. We have to give a shout out to Art Tatum. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Art Tatum. Man. Actually, the house I used to live at before I moved out here mm -hmm. was not even two blocks away from his house. Oh, nice. So yeah, man. Where, I, did, where, did, where was that? It was on. Uh, let's see. That's Indiana and City Park. So like. If you're if you're on let's say if you're on Door Street going mm -hmm. towards University of Toledo, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a side street and but it's in between um, uh, Door Street between City Park and Collingwood. But if you go up straight, it's like towards like when you get kind of like to that mm -hmm. Family Dollar like the projects. Yeah, 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 make that left down there and you just go straight oh, after no. you after you make that left like three seconds and boom it's right to the right there. they actually have like concerts and stuff like that oh um, at his at, house yeah like on the porch of his house last year I saw some of my uh, some of my little homies so is that is that the old west end is that considered the old mm -hmm. or is that that's past the west that's not even that's, I, think, I think that's still considered like south side yeah yeah okay I'm yeah dude I, I moved back here like a year and a half ago and I'm yeah, still, trying, still to get, trying to get I'm still trying to get it <laughs> I feel yeah. like so like silly when I'm talking to people because yeah. they're like explaining these things. Yes, sir. Because I'm from here, but it's been a while. It's been a while. I was, yeah. I was in California for about 13 man, years. Man, Cali, so. I can't wait to get there, man. I just actually did some session work uh, for a couple days with this artist from Cali named uh, Madison Watkins. Shout out to Madison Watkins right uh, from L.A. She, man, she's an awesome singer. How'd you hook man. up with her? Um, there's a producer here named Jamil Ailsey. Also, shout out to Jamil. Okay. Um, he's from here, born and raised. 
And um, he was in cahoots with some people and whatnot and did some music work. And uh, somebody actually sent him the artist mm -hmm. and he told me about it. He actually told me about her for a couple weeks. Uh -huh. And then after that, he sent her here and she was uh, she was here for a couple days. Oh, she was man. here this past Thursday, Friday and Saturday. So I got oh, to work with her all three days. Oh, that's interesting. And, uh, she came to Toledo. Yeah, to came to Toledo. Her. Yeah, yeah. Her, her and her boyfriend, they came. Uh, Josh. Did you guys do it at a home studio? Uh, we did it at Jamil's studio okay. for two days. And then Saturday... We went to uh, Eric Seals' studio. Um, shout out to Eric Seals as well, man. That's my guy, man. Uh, Stone Soup Recordings. Oh, Stone yeah. Yep. So, uh, and I, I appreciate him, and he's he's a great guy, man. Um, speaking of studio work, man, like he's like one of the people that that really inclines me as far as uh, you know. When he needs some studio work done. I'm, he was like, man, I you know I have you as priority. Anytime he needs a musician, whatnot, I'm the first person that he calls. So I'm definitely grateful to God for that, man. That's that's awesome. I could, I mean, I can imagine <laughs> that you're the first person he calls. <laughs> I mean, like, but that's awesome too because it's like you're not just calling like, hey, we need some drums on this part. Mm -hmm. You're not just calling a drummer though, you know? Like yeah. it's like, oh, you know what'd be cool too if we had some keys over this <laughs> and some bass over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can play guitar too, right? Yeah, just I'm, throw some guitar I'm, I'm, on that shit. I'm working on guitar. That's that's gonna be next for sure. <laughs> well, it, it was funny because like when we played together that yeah. one time, yeah. um, you grabbed my guitar and and like I you're like this is not my instrument, uh -huh. and, like, blah, blah. and you could hear yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. your ear is so well tuned is that you can sort like your fingers and your ears just sort yes, of sir. like line up, and yes, you sir. could see you're doing like these arpeggios <laughs> that you're and you're like humming it out. You're like, Bleh. yeah. I was like, this motherfucker. If he spent like a couple months, a couple just, like months, shedding yeah. this thing, he would just be ripping this. Too. <laughs> Appreciate but, that so but, you much. Know, man. It's like thank you. Like your dad says for every good musician there's yeah, someone there's somebody out there there's that's, that's millions that are way man, better millions man so. and on top of that this generation that's coming up now man like these little kids are out I here know. killing like those YouTube players yeah like YouTube players <laughs> it's, it's some, it's some little, it's a little kid out here that I've seen that name I've been following him on social media uh -huh. but I forgot this boy's name Um, but he's like 8 years old playing the bass and then yeah. there's another guy a little boy that's out here 3 years old they call it baby boy drummer <laughs> these little dudes are out here killing like art man like so for me I, I just try to stay on my game because man these little yeah. these kids out here coming are, up. They, they coming up and they not playing with nobody <laughs> man not, dude. Ain't, ain't gonna make me turn in my instrument to pick up no broom I can forget that <laughs> no nope. so but 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 again not saying it from a competitive aspect no, but no. Def definitely these man there's people out here that make you stay on your toes yeah. but that's the beauty of it of though course. like yeah. you know it you can always learn something from somebody yeah. but and you you can learn something from people um People who have the right mindset, um, you can learn from them, and, and they can learn from you. And, um, man, you can just turn into, you know, it, it, you can develop a great camaraderie, and uh, you can, you know, develop great friendships and relationships and yeah. just, you know, sharing information, because that's what it's about anyway. What's the point of a person holding on to so much information and they know all this great stuff and won't share it. Like, how can how can somebody else succeed? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and that kind of, like, mindset that, like... I don't know that scarcity mindset. I yeah, guess like yeah, yeah. like they don't want to show you because what you're gonna take his job or yeah, something. Like if they need you to show them something, chances are you got your job because you know because that information you know that, yeah. and you're like you're good at that exactly, information. Man, so what's exactly. the point of of you know brushing people off? 
Exactly. Uh, it, and you know what comes with that too? I, I notice a lot is like a bad attitude, like mm-hmm. a bad ego attitude. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like someone who really is just up their own fucking ass. You know, mm-hmm. like just yeah. like I, I it's, that, it's, it's that bad. Kind of, I, I don't. I don't like that, and yeah. I don't like I don't like artists who take themselves too seriously either. Yeah, like people who are just like can't even make a joke. Yeah, you know because definitely. because I'm a fucking artist. I gotta like <laughs> this is like I paint pictures for a living, so yeah, I man. can't laugh at anything. Right, man. I, I don't I don't understand that. I don't understand do how I. people can become so because then then. That's some like egocentric stuff, you know, yeah. like where you put yourself at the center of For everything. For sure, definitely. And it's like, what, 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 on that. how do you maintain relationships? Man, <laughs> how do you, how, I, how do, you, I, do you get along with your mother? Do you talk to your mother? Yeah. It's like I just don't. I just I just feel like that person mm-hmm. just doesn't talk to their mom that often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're probably right. For I sure. don't know. I'm just assuming, and that is a silly assumption, but yeah. So, so then from, uh, did, did you know how to read and yeah, do all that? I actually, I went to University of Toledo yeah. uh, for two years, and I picked up, um, I was going for uh, music business emphasis mm-hmm. in recording arts, and um, spent two years there. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, grateful for the time that I had there. Mm-hmm. Definitely learned how to read music. Um, so you learned how to read in college? Oh, Definitely, wow. yeah. Wow, I didn't know how to read before then. Right, <laughs> and that's well, that's that's one thing that I talk about because when I talk to people who come up in in like the Baptist the, church setting, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, they all say the same thing is like, well, it's it's cool and like people can be really good at gospel and yeah. R and B in that genre, but yeah. like once it once you start stepping out or or once it starts coming talking like the logistics and the theory behind what they're doing, yeah. there's a big drop off. Yeah. And so you have all these these really talented musicians coming up who are just ear trained, and, mm-hmm. and you can get by ear trained. And mm-hmm. I can't read with a shit. I can read, but I can't read with shit. So like, <laughs> you know, so like I'm part of that, uh-huh. but I can kind of talk theory to people when yeah. I have to like figure out what I'm doing. Yes, you know? Um But but it becomes a trap. Is that, did you uh, when you got to college? Did you kind of feel like a little overwhelmed by that, or was it something that you were like, oh, this is awesome. I'm learning. I'm consuming this. This is amazing. It was a mix of both. Like yeah, I'm sure. it was crazy. Like like learning how to read and whatnot. I was like, man, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like I'm learning how to read, man. It was just like for me, it was like, man, bump to read. I want to play. Like right, I don't care. Right. I don't give a crap about this paper. Like I want right. to play. But you know, learning the theory behind it. It and and uh, just learning what things are like when you see it on paper, you know, when you see a keyboard chart and it says like an A flat 11, and it's like, or you and, and it shows like an A flat 11 with a, with a D flat, you know, in the bottom. And it's like, man, for me now, it's like I love that stuff. It's, so it's like for me, it's like, all right, if I know an A flat major seven consists of an A flat C, E flat G, mm-hmm. and it said put a D flat on the bottom, and the two, if you take it to the octave, is 11. Okay, well, cool. Let's tell me to add the, uh, so let's see, that's a B flat in there. So it's telling me to add that B flat. I can put it on the top. Well, I actually will put it on the bottom. But uh, man, it, it's pretty cool that. Theory had opened theory and reading music mm. had opened me up to being able to even talk that stuff like what I just said. Right, like, right. Um, and for me, it's been amazing. Like even learning how to, um, even learning how to like train my ear mm-hmm. um, to have like perfect pitch. Like yeah. it's it's. Like, oh, so you didn't just have that. No, you not had at to all. work on that. I, yeah, I had to work on it, and and I I seen somebody else. I don't know if I ever seen somebody else with it, but 
I heard about it and I was right. like, hmm, let me try it out. So <laughs> just and what I did let me just was try perfect pitch. Out. <laughs> let, let me let me just try to get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for me, um, I just tried like twelve keys. Mm. So I just internally memorized twelve songs. Right. And um, boom, like I would sing something. Like if I heard C, if I heard that. Then I would I will sing a, a song that I remembered oh, yeah, for yeah, that yeah. key mentally. Really? I wouldn't sing it audibly. Yeah. I would sing it here right, and when like it matches. Somewhere, then boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is that? What is that interval? By the way, somewhere. That's just an octave. Oh, that is an octave. Yeah, just octave. My wife is a vocal teacher, and she's great. Yeah. With this kind of stuff, and yes, she's sir. constantly like trying to drill me, mm-hmm. and then it's just like my brain starts shutting down, my eyes are on the back of that, like, oh god, <laughs> ear training. No. Ear training is lovely, man. It is, it is amazing, and yes, sir. when you go so many years, when you're do so many years in this, and you, and you learning music, and you're learn, especially by ear. Mm-hmm. When you can really start to hear the specific notes that make up a, a complicated chord, yes, sir, that's incredible. Because yeah. this is something that I'm just now getting man, to. Man, it's right? amazing, man. It's an amazing feat. But to be able to like read it and look at it and like how you were just saying, like you to understand theory and be able to read charts and see how they're adding on the eleven or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. then you having your own choice your artistic choice to place it on the bottom or the mm-hmm. top. Yeah. To me that's super incredible. Like those those that's like the combination of that is like the superpower, right? <laughs> yes, that's sir. the superpower. Yes, sir. <laughs> and that's and I think that's what people who are very focused in mm-hmm. music probably yes, are trying to attain at some Definitely. Lo- level. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much I guess I guess people who are classically trained are trying to do that too as mm-hmm. well. Definitely. But like that's another thing too is like improv and being classically trained can mm-hmm. like you can kind of get stuck in that classical mm-hmm. uh playing other people's music yeah uh just playing reading that's, notes that's true it's, it's all you're doing that's so true and then you're amazing at reading and you're amazing mm-hmm. at interpreting this piece and making mm-hmm. it your own and making it beautiful and yeah. the way you play it is gorgeous For sure um but it's like, hey, can you come down and improv some shit? And Man, let's do that. Straight up. Nothing. Dead silence. Nothing. That's you know, the like, truth. And so, and of course, this is, it's okay. Yeah, it's they're okay. In yeah, their yeah, yeah. Right, they're right. amazing at what, at, they, at what they do. do. And so it's fine. But like, it's always when you see people who are just like very versatile, I think those are the people who work the most. Yes, sir. And. If you're trying to be in a like a symphony situation, I mean that's a totally different path. And, Definitely and at all. But like if you're trying to be that guy who's being called to the studio, mm-hmm. being the first on the list, mm-hmm. being uh you know first to call when they need a sub or yes, sir. the guy, you know like if Definitely. you want be if you want to be that guy, mm-hmm. being versatile, being yeah. quick on your feet, yep. good ears, yeah. reading charts, yeah, I think is like it, it's it's it's. It's not the only way, but it's like yeah. one of the best ways. It's one, to it's go. one of the best ways to yeah. go, man, and I'm I'm grateful for it. Like I'm coming up and actually thinking about it, man. Like learning multiple instruments, I really honestly didn't have a choice. Mm. And uh, when I thought about it in the beginning, like man, I got to learn a whole new instrument. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> like, but now that I look on it, twelve years later, it's like, man, I'm grateful for it because oh, yeah. I can. A person can say, hey, man, like somebody just called me today. 
was like, hey man, I want to use uh, I want to use you on some bass and some drums in this session. So I'm like, all right, cool man, let's make it happen. So it's it's pretty cool, man. But I I, I love being the multi instrumentalist and, uh, and and really kind of um, you know being able to go that route and uh, be able to you know do multiple things, man. At first, in the beginning, I was like, if if I like could go back now and do it all over again. I would still do it, but thinking about it when I was a kid, then when I was 14, like, man, learning a whole other instrument, like, are you, s and then on top of that, two at the same time. Oh, okay. Because of the school I was going to, oh, okay. it was a performing arts school. Is that TPS? No, it was actually, I'm not, I think it was like a private school. Uh -huh. It used to be called Performing Arts School of Metropolitan Toledo. Oh, okay. But they closed, so let's see, this is 2019, they closed in 2007 and uh -oh. like the the uh, January of 2007 because it was gonna, actually going to be my my uh, second semester of being a freshman there but I left mm -hmm. before they closed down oh. my mom uh, and my dad pulled me out and they sent me to Libby High School and uh, I cowboy all day man I, I, I miss that school but that school helped me so much as far as musically um, and I was able to cultivate all of my gifts there um, piano bass and drums actually my senior concert my last concert I played everything I played bass left oh, nice. off there played some keys left off there played some drums right. that's what it was man but lip Libby is where my gift was cultivated, uh -huh. um, but performing art school was where it was started. Right, where the so, seed was planted. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. yeah. And, and so, like, when they were like, I mean, how did you? I mean, because the way you make it sound like, mm -hmm. since it was such a drag to learn a whole new instrument, yeah, two instruments at the same time, they. I assume that they were like, in, I mean, I guess not enforcing it or uh -huh. forcing you yeah. because I guess you didn't have to do that. <laughs> but like, yeah. how did that? Ha why, why? Like, how does yeah. that happen? How how does how does a school be like? You got to learn both of these instruments that are drastically <laughs> different drastically from each different other. From, yeah. These are drastically different. <laughs> These take drastically different <laughs> skill sets. Yeah, and you're gonna learn both. Learn of them. both of them. Go. So, so for me, <laughs> for me, I was playing in um, in jazz band uh -huh. for the first semester. You you chose what you wanted to play. Got you. Um, actually, for both semesters, you chose what you wanted to play. Mm -hmm. But the trick was, whatever you played first semester, you couldn't play second semester. Oh. You had to play something different. So, oh, that's cool. after I saw that, and then on, on top of that, kind of going back for a second. The, the, the school required piano lessons right. for music majors. Right. So I had to take piano lessons, like the old school Casio, looking at a book. Mary yeah. Had a Little Lamb, Bada, you know, core in the left hand. Yeah. Like from the very beginning. Yeah, from the, from so the very, you weren't, very you weren't beginning. You were not messing around in church or anything. No. You were only drums. Yeah, I was just strictly only drums, drums strictly yeah, drums. Okay. But after I was at that school, that school intrigued me mentally and was like, Oh shucks! This can be done. Yeah. And then also too, failed to failed to mention this, but my dad showed me what purple. He uh, he let me watch Purple Rain, oh. and I was like, man. I asked my pop like, yo, who is this dude? <laughs> and he, I, he was like, his name is Prince, son. So after he told me who it was, man, I rushed from that front room, went to the computer, typed up this whole man's name. I read his biography and everything. I'm like, yo. This one man is doing all of this, yeah. guitar, bass, drums, keys, writing yeah. his own songs, producing his own songs. Yeah. So it's like, man, one person can do this. Because before that, I'd never seen one person do a whole, right. like, and for me, it was just like, yo, the, the, the door was open. My eyes were open. The light bulb went off. Like, yo, one person can do all this? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Let's make it happen. So 
I definitely give credit to my father introducing me to Prince. Right. And if he didn't, and if it wasn't for Prince, Prince is the reason why I play multiple instruments. So if it wasn't for Prince, man, I would I would still be a one trick pony. <laughs> like like I can only imagine you would just be. I mean, you'd still be an incredible drummer. Just appreciate just, it. Just a drummer though. Yes, I'm just a drummer. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting. It, I love that because of how far you took multiple being in multi-instrumentalist. Yes, sir. Because when you do see, I know a lot of multi-instrumentalists. I'm a multi-instrumentalist. Yes, sir. What I see is is that it's that old phrase, um, jack of all trades, master yeah, of none. Master of none. I. That's kind of what I see when I see is like mm-hmm. you get really, really proficient at these different instruments, mm-hmm. but you never like really get to master, master it yeah. to, to whatever point you want to, For I suppose. Sure. Yeah. But but to, so so when you see people who take that to the next level, mm-hmm. I've only known a few people in your shoes mm-hmm. who like and I'm not saying you mastered these For instruments sure. no, definitely, because definitely. I, it's hard to master anything. Hard to. But I just sucked at being fat ball sack and why I just did. Oh. I see. <laughs> huh? <laughs> to me? Oh. <laughs> we yes. Yeah, we yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you just said you suck balls. <laughs> no, <laughs> I said that I sucked balls. Oh. Yeah, I know that you suck balls. Yes. <laughs> and I'm okay with sucking balls all the time. Oh. God bless oh. you. God, God bless you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> It's always nice yeah. to hear from the public. Uh, from the from the public, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's cool. Right. It's no, 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 it's not cool. It's cool. It's not cool. But I'm sorry for fucking it up. It's a podcast. Uh, it's it's a, delete. Oh, we zip, we zip, zip. rewind. We can edit it all. <laughs> That's staying in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so when you uh, when you took on this endeavor, then once you realized sort of the the power of being able to play all these instruments, yeah, that sort of like motivated you. Like, oh shit, this can be really useful. Yeah. So I so the other side to the multi instrumentalist not being great at. One mm-hmm. instrument ever, because yeah. you're always spreading your time th- yeah, through um, however yeah. many. Um, and considering how much time you put into your craft and mm-hmm. how well you play each of those instruments, mm-hmm. um, how did that work on the production side and writing side, arranging music? Yeah, because, and I'm sorry, I'm just prefacing this mm-hmm. before you answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I see a lot is like people who are very good at certain instruments might focus their their creative energy into just that instrument and mm-hmm. i'm talking about people who just play guitar you yeah, know? yeah and who are very good and very mm-hmm. proficient and yeah. very well but what i see a lot of times is that you're very good at that but maybe your writing skills aren't where mm-hmm. they're at or yeah. so what i see in multi-instrumentalists a lot is i see very good producers mm-hmm. people who can write really fucking good songs mm-hmm. and like really organize and arrange music in a very proficient yes, and sir. amazing way yes sir 
So I'm just curious, what is what is it? Where do you fall in that? Do you do you, uh, you make music? Do you write? Do you? Um, I mean, you said you went to school for recording yeah, for a little bit. So, yeah, I, mean. I, uh, I I do it. I, I do most of it. I'm still learning how to like mm-hmm. write and whatnot. But uh, I definitely compose. I do arrange. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually in the process now of um, taking like some songs that I uh, that I've had for a while mm-hmm. and actually like making them public. Actually, there's one being played right now. This song? Yeah. So Moves Like Jagger, what I did was I I found the acapella vocals. Uh It's funny that this this song came on. but uh, You're in the right place. You're right right where you're supposed to be, Byron. You're in the right place at the right time. I found these vocals acapella online on YouTube, and I was like, cool. I'll just take the acapella vocals. Yeah. And I'll arrange it musically different. Um, I, I I'm not trying to monetize off or anything like that. Right. But um, and for me personally, um, from the production aspect and the playing aspect, Maroon Five moves like Jagger was one of the songs that I learned most. I, I learned a great lesson from this song, and it was just that you don't have to do too much. Mm. The song only has two chord changes: a B right. minor and an E minor. Right. That's it. Like everything else is just. Right. It's just a beat, and you know you have your you you have your verse, your chorus, your verse, your chorus two, your bridge, and then you're out of here. So right. from this song, I learned that you know you don't have to do too much. And look how big the song got. Oh yeah, totally. off of two chord changes, <laughs> a B minor and an E minor, like oh, yeah. sucks. Yeah, man. So man, I but um. That's what I do, man. I, I like to take songs like these that influence me. Yeah. Um. It, it may not be current. It may people still may not jam to it now. Like, I, of course, the song was like years old or whatnot. But right. for me, I love to take songs like these, and I love to, you know, discard of the music. Yeah. And let me interpret how I hear it, oh. or one of the ways I hear it, and dump it in, and still not take away from the vocals. Right. 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 So, so yeah. the vocal lines all go over yep. what you're vocal doing. Li- yeah. It yep. just just you have a different arrangement yep, is, yeah is that public now um it's on its way to being public i'm actually finishing the video okay um and oh you, there's gonna be a video yeah, it's gonna it. be a video to it and it's gonna be uh like it's professionally done like a video and everything like that and i'm actually gonna be playing in the video it's gonna be keys drums and bass um but yeah i, I did everything so to is this it. the first time you've done something like this um it's or it'll be the first time that it'll be like in pu- like it'll be on in, like for public display right, people right. can people put, can you're see put it, it on SoundCloud yeah or like something. SoundCloud yeah. or something like that yeah. I, I put up like my own personal stuff I did a, a video like a year ago did another video two years ago or whatnot but um 28 2019 I told myself that I'm not gonna wait for anybody to come my way and drop anything big in my lap yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and just make my own way make my own path I'm not gonna wait for nobody to come knock on my door and say mm-hmm. hey man we got a major gig for you yeah, yeah, yeah. no I'm just gonna go ahead and all these ideas that I've had for years and yeah, years yeah, yeah. and years and sat on it's like you know what no 2019 is the year I'm gonna do it so this, this this is the year man and I'm planning on doing it and it'll uh, hopefully I can have it out before uh, before March ends March so, ends yep yeah, do man. you have the song itself done yeah, I have the song done. I'm just waiting for the uh, the video processing uh-huh. and the uh, the mixing to be done. Because I play <laughs> songs on here. Like, yeah. Do you would do you want to? What I'm saying is like, uh-huh. can we play it on here, or would you rather just wait for you to drop it all at once? Um, 
With, I, I'll, I'll wait till you drop it all no at problem. once. No problem. Do you I, have anything that's out that's public right um, now? I have a YouTube. I have a couple YouTube videos um, online. If you just go on YouTube, type in Byron Harris uh-huh. Jr. Um, I have a couple of videos like on there. Because I, um, I like to play the songs, mm-hmm, but if you yeah. don't got anything public or anything together yeah, right now, no, that's totally I have, fine. Um, I have I, a couple. The, the videos that I do have that are up, um, it is, it's all original music. So Sweet. it's all ideas that I, what I've heard, uh-huh. um, all all things that I've, uh, grooves I came up with and different things like that. But oh, yeah, sweet. I got some, I got so some got stuff. Some stuff on YouTube. Yeah, it's old, but yeah. it's up, you know. Right on. But I, I'm, I'm looking forward for this year to push yeah. out new content, new content, uh, remixes, original music, yeah. um, uh, different kind of live arrangement kind of ideas. But yeah, I know. like that. You know what? It's interesting. So you kind of have this idea to do like um, recording, doing, going live yeah. on whatever yeah. platform, yeah. showing how you arrange, yes, sir. showing how you practice, yeah. showing how you work. Yeah. That's amazing. Have you ever heard of Twitch? Twitch, yes. It's it's a it's mostly video games. Okay. Um, it's mostly kids watching other kids playing video games. That's so crazy. And like, you earn credits by watching commercials. And then you can take those credits and they turn it into cash and you can give it to the people that you like. So, like, if you're a fan of somebody. Uh So, uh, about two years ago, they opened it up to art, but it has to be artistic. So, it's like people painting, Mm -hmm. people uh, people making music, producing. Yeah. But it's still very... It's it's still underground, kind of. I I, I was just curious that mm-hmm. that might be something that you would be that might work for Twitch. what you want to okay. do. Twitch or even face or YouTube Live. Oh, really? It's all what I'm just saying is like doing making sure that you can monetize this eventually because definitely a lot of my friends who are like just very proficient players uh, that I consider very proficient, and, mm-hmm. you know, know their shit legit. Mm-hmm. They are right now. They're cultivating their online following, nice. and, and and so I have friends who have like thousands and thousands of Instagram followers, and they don't really know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. But they're always just putting them playing or making a song, uh, or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's like I think that you could turn those numbers into like direct them to your YouTube to channel YouTube or channel. your Twitch yeah. channel. Yeah, yeah. And I mean YouTube probably even more so because mm-hmm. of. Uh, how big it is? Yeah, I mean, YouTube yeah. is the yeah. YouTube video is channel. Yeah. yeah, I actually just set up my channel. I'm I'm looking Sweet. forward to like all the videos that mm-hmm. I'm gonna that I told you about. That yeah. I'm gonna be doing. All of those will be specifically on my channel. Yeah, I yeah. actually have three songs in progress, so I'm just waiting for them to be done. But they're gonna drop back to back to back, That's so and awesome. then uh, I'm I'm gonna get ready to do the next ones. My next idea, or one of the ideas, I'm actually gonna be redoing Chicago's 25 or 6 to 4. So So I'll be doing one of those I'll be doing a cover to that Actually um, how I found that song I used to play the drums for the basketball games at UT Okay And um, I heard it and I heard the horn arrangement So I'm like man this song is nice Who is this And I just would It would be like a 30-40 piece uh, horn section, right. and I'd be playing drums, just kind of yeah. like going in over it. So, pretty fun, man. Yeah, well, that, that's the other side of playing in college is yeah. you get these opportunities to play with like orchestras yeah. and like combos yes, and 
because I, I only did a couple years of school myself. <laughs> yes, sir. And I did jazz band and yeah. stuff like that. So, yes, like, sir. so it, the opportunities to play for a lot of people, the opportunities to play in different situations, uh-huh. uh, like clinics. Sometimes people yeah, come in clinics. who are amazing. Like, um, Fat Newman came in. Um, he was the saxophone player for the Ray Charles Ooh, band. Okay. So he came in. It's actually super funny because one of my really good friends who we were taking he played guitar i was playing piano ah. and then um a friend i met there named clifford jones mm-hmm. um he he was playing bass and fathead was like went to each person the rhythm section because we were the rhythm section he's like wow you're really good at the drums i really like what you're doing hey man keep thumping that bass hey that was a really good solo skips right over the piano and just like <laughs> <keeps going laughs> but to be fair i was terrible i was wow. terrible and, uh Claude Black, you know Claude yeah, Black. Yeah, Claude Black, yeah. He came up to Libby uh, uh, and sat with us a lot. Yeah. yeah. He was so giving with his time, especially with the youth. And, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. Yeah. He came in and, man, he was just like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> he was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Right. And just, he was just like, look, look. And then he was just showing me the different voices. Yeah. And, like, it was weird because I have a hard time looking at people's fingers and Mm-hmm. Comprehending what they're doing, I yes, don't really get it that way. Okay, but like the way that he kind of explained it to me in that moment and showed me his voicings mm-hmm. on Autumn Leaves, a very easy, yeah, very standard, standard, right? yeah. Um, and he just the way he was showing me the voicings and the way he communicated to me in real time, I understood exactly what he was doing. And yeah, it completely changed the way I think about yeah how you attack chords because. They give you chords, yeah. But like you kind of touched on, um, especially in jazz, you kind of get the freedom to sort of play Definitely. with these chords, yeah. And you get that artistic choice on how to voice them. And just because it says a C seven, doesn't mean you can't add in some other color exactly uh, extensions yeah. to to make exactly. it pop, right? And that that's. That's where that lack of knowledge for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fucking gets in the way constantly because yeah. I want to make like I want to make like super deep neo soul like D'Angelo mm-hmm. and it's just like I just fall short mm-hmm. and it just comes out it just comes out who me you know what mm-hmm, I mean yeah. and when I try to be someone else it always comes out me and that's that's fine that's fine yeah but like when you're trying to like attack like because what I'll do is just naturally i don't make a plan of it but like i'll i'll get really interested in a type of music mm-hmm. so like trap music for whatever reason migos is just i'm it's killing it for me dude <laughs> like i'll be working out like migos yeah and and like just trap in general and those beats and how they have the hi-hats kind of mm-hmm. going crazy doing yeah, these yeah, crazy yeah. triplets and stuff yeah um it's very fascinating to me and it moves me and and i was a hater on Migos. Big hater on Migos. Yeah. I don't know where you stand with Migos. I, I'm not... I, I don't know if that... I, I'm okay. currently not a fan of like hip-hop. <laughs> like, not, not 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 this new stuff. The right. old school stuff? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who... Like, Kanye before he turned into Yeezy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeezus. Yo, Yeezus. Yeah. Whatever, whatever <laughs> his name he is. Thinks he is. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of this like older stuff like 2000s before we got into 2010s yeah, and yeah, yeah. all oh, that stuff dude. but this new stuff man I, I'm sorry I, I, just, I, I can't give a thumbs up on it you don't apologize <laughs> to me I was hating out this shit so long ago when designer came out with Panda the beat was crazy it was awesome though. I loved it immediately but I recognized how ridiculous the song was mm-hmm. I recognized that like he's talking about a fucking BMW car which mm-hmm. is not outside of the the 
content mm. that rappers rap yeah. out about. You know, a lot right. of rappers rap about their fucking cars. Yeah. But it was just so ridiculous. Panda, 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 panda. My show used to be a little different. I used to have like a sample <laughs> pad. So I would just sample. I'd be sampling just panda and I'd just be like panda, 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 panda. <laughs> I'd have air horns. Beep, beep, beep. Right. I even sampled when Kanye went nuts, I think in Vegas. And he was on stage. It's like, feelings matter, bro. And what? he started screaming. <laughs> oh, you should watch it. It's so awesome. He like Definitely. freaks out on stage. Yeah. It, it's amazing. And, Definitely, and I love yeah. Kanye West. Yeah. I love Kanye West. I don't care. Well. I mean, that Trump thing was weird. Like, what, yeah. what was that? I don't know if that was like some artistic move, <laughs> you know, like some kind of yeah. publicity stunt. Yeah. Which I kind of feel like that whole camp is into that, uh. don't you? Like, I don't know. You know, with the G- Jay Z, Beyonce. <sighs> like, there. I mean, they even took. Like, it, I feel like they run with these internet rumors, mm-hmm. and they sort of make it into like mm-hmm. how they sell and have people stream their music yeah see i th- feel like that's kind of what it is i don't know what they're, they're, is. man I, I think that they've been in the game for a long time mm. so it's like when you get when you're in the game for a long time and, and you still can adapt over years mm. you know you know what to do to get people yeah i mean yeah. Jay, jay-z was smart when it came to the whole aspect of um they i think jay-z and beyonce had a song called eliminator some somebody had yeah some, and but it was only available on title. Yeah. And they blew title up. Right. Like, right. So I mean, they just know what to do. Right. Like, yeah. No. Totally. And you know, and you know I how think to work it's the market. Genius. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's, I'm not sure if it's that's what's happening or not. I don't yeah. know if there's any confirmation on what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But you, when they do do those sort mm-hmm. of things, like when. Uh, Becky with the good hair, you know, Becky like <laughs> insinuating that maybe Jay Z was a little unfaithful or whatever mm-hmm. that situation was. Uh-huh. They ran with that shit, you know, because they made it. like their whole album was about it. Oh, <laughs> I, you know what? Now that you bring that to, now that you bring that up, you're absolutely right. Like I, I, I honestly forgot about all that, and I didn't even. And for me personally, like when people, uh, I, I tend to stay in my lane and what I'm doing, mm. but I'll, I'll. I'll hear about like artists yeah. talking about you know their unfaithful relationships stuff like that. But I was hearing something, I didn't hear the full detail of right, it about their <laughs> yeah about the situation. But I was hearing something about like the, some infidelity going right. on or something, you know. But that's crazy, man. But but whatever it is, yeah. to sell those records, I mean maybe maybe it did happen. Maybe Jay Z. I mean like yeah. Jay Z's in a position where that's a very real possibility, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. He's a very famous, famous rich rapper. man. Yeah. Who you know has an empire? Yeah. Of course, like infidelity is a very easy thing to achieve. Mm-hmm. But then to take that, and if it did happen, and take it and like Flip run it. with yeah, it, turn it on his ear. Even if it's made up, it's still like it, I mean, it's basically politics, right? Like they just mm-hmm. make shit up, or like they just you know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. just take something and run with it, whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. Man. In any case, we kind of got sidetracked away from you. So you've been <laughs> so in, in college. You uh, you start reading music. Yeah. You start getting into it. Yes, sir. And, and did reading and did that come pretty natural for you? Did you um, kind of figure out your way of learning it, or did nah, it, was it just hard? Reading. Reading was challenging. Yeah, like yeah. it. It really was. And for me now. I haven't read it so long, but mm. if you put a sheet of music in front of yeah. me, I can tell you what key it's in. Yeah. I can tell you what notes is uh, what. I can I can do that and whatnot. Mm. Even that goes for piano music, drum music, bass music. Mm-hmm. Um, not too much in guitar music, but yeah. I could I could pretty much t- you know say those kind of things. Yeah. But for me, 
college helped me to learn how to compose. Yeah. And it helped me to learn how to arrange. And mm. and for me, it's even helping me. It's helping me with my ears now, as far as learning how to, um, what 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 the formula is, um, to recording horn parts. Mm. Like okay, if if the if the the rhythm section is here, you have uh, keys, bass, organ, a guitar, drums. And then you have like the big band kind of setting. Mm-hmm. I love that kind of stuff. How like you have a regular like a rhythm a, a rhythm section just mm-hmm. going in. And then next thing you know, like you got these horns, hey. and <laughs> like yeah. they just know where to yeah. like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So for me, like that that tickles my fancy. Ah, uh, when when uh, when it comes to those like learning how to. Learning how to interpret horn parts. Yeah. Like, if I want to write them, how would I write them? If, yes, I, if yes. I want to interpret it, you know, how do I get better at that? Because for me, um, I mean, and I still do learn, I still do want to learn how to play some horns. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, even if I can never play them, I want to be able to write them. Huh. And if I have to bring in people like, hey, here's the music. Do your job. Go, yeah, do your job. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay you when you're done. <laughs> oh, oh, you want a deposit? Okay, I'll give you a deposit all brown. Right, and then right. when you're done, cool. <laughs> but uh, just just having that musical capability to be able to do different things. Yes. And also, too, I was just, I was raised in, in, a, uh, in an eclectic uh, kind of musical background. Okay. Like, although I was born and raised in church, mm. and, you know, Christianity is, is, is definitely my cornerstone, the cornerstone of my life. Yeah. Um, and it's, my, it's my foundation. Um, my father and my mother also told me, like, yo, there's so much other music out here. Mm. Even though you play in church, do not get comfortable with just playing. It's like there's so much other stuff out here. Like, yeah. my, my, parent, my mom... My mom was so clutch in introducing me to Greece. Man. <laughs> Greece it's is multiplying. The, yeah, yeah, all that. Like, it's man, electrified. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid, Mike. But yeah, man. Like, um, I remember the first time I heard uh, Greece is. Yeah. Anytime I hear that, brain goes off, yeah. goes back into at a, like, childhood is just you know uh sitting down and watching the movies and it brings back great memories man yeah. but for me it i enjoy it because it's like man that was one of the that was one of the few songs that broadened the whole horizon for me mm-hmm. it's almost like seeing a, a snippet of a pit or seeing snippets of a picture mm-hmm. and the next thing you know Boom! You're looking yeah. at the whole picture, got you, got but that you. was one of the songs, man. That 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 brought everything to life for me. Yeah. Um. But but again, just you know, my my parents they were just big on me learning other styles of music and just not listening to just you know uh, the gospel or different things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. And a lot of things that I didn't like then, I've learned to appreciate now. Like in high school, I thought classical music sucked. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. man, I was in class like, what the crap is this? Turn this off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, man, I had to listen to it every day. Yeah. I have to. Like, one of my favorite songs is actually off of Ice Age 2, The Meltdown. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that was I think that was three or, that was, or Ice Age 2. But John Powell, um, he had a song called Ellie Remembers. And it was the scene where Ellie had saw a pic. Uh, she saw a tree. Uh-huh. And the tree had took her back to when she was younger. She uh-huh. remembered that tree. The music in that was um Amazing. Yeah. I was like, it it did something to me, but I've, I've learned to appreciate it, man. Yeah. And, I, and I'm thankful for my parents um, that, you know, gave me an eclectic kind of background when it comes sure. to learning music, man. For sure. That's huge. And that's, that's 
why I'm able to be able to be in different predicaments. Right, uh, right, I can right. do country one minute and I can do jazz the next. I can do right. gospel the next and R&B the next, you know. Right, so I'm, right, right. I'm grateful for that stuff, man. For That's sure. how I started. Yeah, for sure. No, <laughs> no. It, I, I, you know, I got to I gotta say the same thing for me. My yeah. dad was the same kind of influence. My dad. Yes, sir. My dad could play chopsticks and that was it. You know, like he didn't have much of a... <laughs> Chopsticks, yo. <laughs> yes, sir. That's, I mean, just that, the just the right hand part, not the left okay, hand part. Okay, I was gonna say he the left hand part. I had to play the left hand part. <laughs> uh, so, so that was his that was his pinnacle of being a musician. But he had a crazy, crazy, crazy Ooh, ear for different kinds of music. Yes, sir. So, so big band music. So when you talk about yeah. big band, big it band, hits, yes, it hits with me because I just I love those arrangements too. Mm-hmm. The idea of having that much brass yeah. just sort of hitting in the way it hits and it just uh, you know like like just Benny Goodman and like and fucking and Glenn Miller and shit, Art Tatum yeah. Art Tatum Art Tatum was jazz yeah. but um, who was I talking about? You said Glenn Miller. Glenn Miller, Benny Goodman. Who's the piano player? Um, one Cannonball Adderley. That was uh, Cannonball. He was jazz, but yeah, he was he was doing um. Wait, is Cannon? It don't matter. I'm trying to think. Oh, I know. Well, Gene Krupa. He played. I know Gene he played Krupa, drums. He was the drummer. It was. Um. He was. He was the guy who fell. Dizzy Gillespie. Dizzy, Dizzy yes, Gillespie. Because he he fell. In, he was in that awesome thing where he fell in the line of, of the bebop guys and big band guys who who kind of traveled between, and where he's sort of the godfather, sort of kind of considered the godfather of bebop, but then was able to transition into big band and did awesome things with it. But Count Basie is who actually who I was thinking of. My mm-hmm. bad. Because Dizzy Gillespie is a trumpet player. Yeah. But Dizzy Gillespie still sort of went in both worlds. Um, you know, like like unlike Miles, who sort of stuck to like jazz and then went yeah, in his own like crazy jazz lane, fusion yo. thing. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, but like like Dizzy kind of was like old school jazz bebop head who kind yeah. of went into the jazz world, uh, yeah. to the big band world. Yeah, yeah. But Count Basie's who was I was talking Count about. Count Basie. But yeah, yeah. Those, those, so like my dad, he was like, he was listening to big band shit and then, then we'd be listening to like Black Sabbath and Steppenwolf and Pink mm-hmm. Floyd yeah. and then we'd be listening to to Beethoven and yeah. You know, so like you're eclectic too. Yeah, and we would go and dig for vinyl. Like we'd spend days, like a weekend, just going to different shops and digging and digging. That's gold, yo. So like that was what he gave me. That was the gift that he gave me to. He gave me of an eclectic ear Mm -hmm. to, especially. I feel like when you have that eclectic ear, it also leaves you more open to new things as well. Yes, sir. Instead of sort of just staying yes, in your own sir. world. Yes, sir. when you come up on like country or something and yes, it's sir. like, I don't want here, you know, like put on Travis Tritt, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. But like, then they're going to, you know, talk shit about rock music or something, yeah, you know, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like whatever it is, yeah. it's like, it's like, well, it's all music, and right. it makes people happy. Right. So, like, why do you hate this so much? Yeah, like, yeah definitely. You, <laughs> and I only can listen, can only listen to this kind of music. And yeah, it's just I very, get it, closed man. It's very, yeah, closed very closed off. Yeah, very closed off way of, of thinking. Thing. Yeah, definitely. So that kind of gives you so, so your your parents gave you this awesome education. Yes, sir. In home at the home, mm-hmm. uh, it gave you the gift of just being able to listen and appreciate yes, different kinds of yes, music. Yes, sir. What what instrument do you think is your strongest? Um, that's a great question. I, I get this. 
I get I'm this. Sure. I get this question a lot. I'm sure. <laughs> and this is only personal curiosity. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure it's personal curiosity. Yeah. For them too. <laughs> um, drums. Drums. Drums yeah, is what I've had. The, yeah. I, I mean, it started there. Yeah. 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 So I mean, Rhythm, tw- twenty-four yeah. years. Yeah. You know, versus yeah, versus yeah. a twelve years. Uh, you know, with with keys and bass. But um, I would say bass is my secondary. Okay. But drums is definitely my primary. So then, what do you like to play the most? Man, when I when people ask me this question, it is literally one of the hardest questions. It's That's like good. it's it's like asking kick out of Reese's. Like, man, I like them both. <laughs> I, you gotta make me choose one. No, <laughs> but, and you don't have to choose one because no, definitely. You know, yeah, I, I would just say that, like, when people say like, "Well, kick has Reese's, choose one." Like, yeah. man, I it's like a favorite color. I can't choose one. You got but. You. It depends on the kind of song it is, mm-hmm. or it depends on the kind of mood I'm in. Right. And most of the time, when I whatever I play physically, I play something else mentally too. Like if I'm playing drums, I'll if I'm playing drums physically, I'll play bass along with drums mentally. Mm. So for me, um, it just depends on what I'm playing. But most of the time, I like to play you know some drums. I like to play some bass. Mm-hmm. I like to mess around with some guitar. I like to play some keys too or right. some organ. But it really just depends on kind of the mood that I'm in. So, do you find yourself, do you find yourself drawn to a certain instrument, like just um, for like, like a month or two at a time, mm-hmm. where you're like, I just have to keep playing the piano. Yeah. I don't know why, just yeah. doing that. Um, <laughs> do you kind of like go in in shifts of what you like? What you prefer to play, like what mm-hmm. you prefer to practice, like yeah. when you're when you're playing for yourself uh-huh. in your practice uh-huh. area, mm-hmm. do you have different instruments that you are drawn to for certain periods of time, or yeah. or is it just whatever you're working on now? That's sort of what I'm on. It's whatever I'm working on now, mm-hmm. um, but also too at the same time, I I have a period of time where you know, like I'll go I'll go visit my mom and uh, my dad, and I'll go and you know practice on the kit where it all started for me yeah. at. And uh, that will strike so much inspiration for me. Mm. And I will just go ahead and just like, man, I want to play some drums again. And uh, Or if I go to their house and they're not there, but my little brother is there playing. Man, he and he's also a phenomenal drummer. He's an up-and-coming guy. Mm. He doesn't really play publicly, but definitely working on getting him yeah, into yeah. some public things and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, just going, sometimes just going back um, to, to, to where everything started mm. and finding inspiration man or, or just like i said going back to my parents house you know going back to the keyboard that i played on at the house going back to the drums that i played on and uh, for me it'll strike so much inspiration and it's like man i do not want to leave i i, I want to stay in practice and i want to um I'll, I'll try to work something out it's like man i didn't even hear this until um until that moment or i'll even be sharing with some of my homies mm. um and and i'll and i'll think of some stuff man back when we were sharing man i was like yo like some of the stuff that, that you guys were doing, and I was on the drums, like, hmm, you know, kind of figuring yeah, yeah, out yeah. some stuff. Like, stuff will just drop periodically right. or like just spontaneously for me. And it's like, okay, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's try it. And I'll just go, I'll just try it. Mm-hmm. I'll just try it, man. Well, so. you got to eventually, right? Yeah, I can't just, <laughs> I mean, you get an idea, you got to, yeah, you know, like, you got to yeah. put into practice or yeah. else it's just going to stay an yeah, idea. Definitely. What good is an idea if it's not going to come not, to yeah. fruition? Yeah. Like, you might, it's, yeah. Just, it's yeah. just, at that point, it's just circuits firing off exactly. electrical impulses <laughs> in your fucking meat brain. Yeah. It does nothing That's for so, anybody. It's so true, my guy. It's uh, so true, man. So then, uh, 
where where do you do you uh, do you write like so you said you like to like take vocals and stuff but do you mm-hmm. like do you make it a point to sort of write mm-hmm. as well I mean do you make it a point to like I need to write some stuff now De- definitely um I, I know mean, you said you're doing stuff you're working yeah. on stuff but like do you and then when you do write what a where do you tend to go to write? What instrument do you tend to go to write? Um, it all starts for me. It'll either start on the keyboard mm. or to start on the bass. Like I'll, yeah. I'll be if I'm playing bass, I find some chords. Yeah. And I'll chord while I'm on bass, or if I'm on keys, I'll chord while I'm on on keys. Mm. And uh, but you know, it'll it'll depend on what I you know what I'm thinking about. Um, you know, being gospel or whatnot, I I tend to uh, you know when, when it comes to writing songs or whatnot. Sometimes I, most of the times I like to, um, you know, go straight to the word, mm-hmm. you know, to the Bible, man, and I'll just, um, you know, take some words from in there, oh, okay, and I'll just, you know, write, you know, specifically from that. Oh, like you're talking about writing lyrics? Yeah, like yeah, like oh, writing okay. lyrics. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, right on. Um, so you do write lyrics yeah, too? Yeah, okay. I, I definitely try to do my best at writing lyrics. Oh, okay, um, cool. Or like even sometimes, like one of the one of the ideas I'll put out is a song that I heard back when I was a kid coming up at church, mm-hmm. but um, like I'll hear. Like those are the lyrics to that song, right? But along with those lyrics, I'll make up some words to connect the past and the present. Okay. You know, so you know, this is a song I heard back then, but yeah, yeah. these are some words that helped uh, or that were stemmed uh-huh. from listening to that and remembering that. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to write lyrics. Okay. So, so different ways of inspiration. Yeah, different ways. Okay. Definitely. Okay. So, different like, ways. some of your ways of inspiration. And that is that for for words mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah, that's for words. So yeah. for specifically, you reinterpret older music. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and just sort of say it for today's yeah, 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 definitely. And that, that's, that's for that's for older stuff. Um, for a lot of this newer stuff, man, I'll just kind of like you know just do what I do. Yeah. Um, or I'll, I'll whatever aspect I'm in. Um, I don't when it comes to writing music lyrically. Um, I don't do anything like too crazy mm-hmm. or anything like that. Most of the time, if it's not like. Um, you know, based out of the Bible or, um, you know, um, uh, about my Christian faith, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and, um, and you know, professing my faith in Jesus Christ. Um, I'll do like love songs, man. It's just, you know, and it'll just be like love songs, like legit, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the old school stuff, man. Just be seeing, a, seeing a woman across the room and just yeah. like, man, I know, I, I know we've been friends for a while and right, just want right. to take this. So I, I'm. Stevie Stevie Wonder, yeah. he, he's a guy to blame for that. I, I love that kind of I like all all I do from the album Hotter Than July. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love that song. I first heard that song when I was in high school. Uh, uh, first heard in high school, and the keyboard part just had me. I was like, oh my god, who is this? And then July's my birthday month too. But uh, <laughs> so like, not only with a dope. Right. Like album named Harder Than July. Right. But just an amazing song. It's just him just talking about all I do is think about you. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. so I, I, I love that that in um and for me I when it comes to writing secular things, mm-hmm. um, I definitely try to stay in a vein. Mm-hmm. Um and try to stay in my own lane, you know, the the sex, money, cars, clothes, yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Stuff ain't for me. Like yeah, I, yeah. It, it becomes so one-dimensional. Like, of course. You know, but for me, it's like I like to step outside of that. But for the lyric aspect, mm-hmm. before like the composing aspect, man, it, like I said, uh, is I I I happen to get inspiration 
uh, if I've been hearing something for a couple days, mm-hmm. uh, if there's a song that I thought about when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, or like at the spur of the moment, if I'm listening to something, like this happens a lot. Like if I'm going to Detroit for church, I play at the church in Detroit. Oh, okay. And uh, if I'm on the way up there, and I think about a song while I'm listening to another song. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop that song. All right, go back. Okay, what was I? What, what song was I thinking of? Oh, a horse with no name. Okay, so I'll, I'll listen to that and I'll and I'll uh, kind of grab inspiration from that, uh-huh. you know. So, but it's I grab inspiration from anything, but most of the time it's from songs that I've already heard. A horse yeah. with no name by America, Ventura Highway, uh, Help Me by Joni Mitchell, yeah. uh, Easy Lover by Philip uh, Bailey and Philip uh, uh, Phil Collins. Yeah. Um, um, journey any way you want it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, it's a little bit of everything, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, that that I'll find um, mo- moves like Jagger. Like I'll find inspiration. Yeah. And and, and songs that are help me think better musically as a musician. Yeah. And uh, help me to to bring those songs back back here in, in the present because I feel like some of those songs that we've heard and and some of the songs that have graced us back then. Man, they are so lost now. People like you try to like say say ask a person like you ever heard of uh, "Help Me" by Johnny Mitchell? Like ask a person that now <laughs> right. in 2019, they'll be like, are, like who? who do you like? Exactly. Who's like man, so for me, I just want <laughs> Johnny is my mom's name, bro. I'm not listening to anybody whose name is the same as my mom. Okay. All right. Oh my god! Now get that Migos track <laughs> back up here. I get that. <laughs> I got I gotta whip my wrist <laughs> like it's stir fry. Cause that's I'm so, whatever the I'm fuck so that weak. means. I'm so weak, man. I, I don't know what that means. What is whipping? You know is that cooking drugs? Is that? I, have, I think that's what that means. <laughs> I think it means cooking drugs. I, well, listen, and I and like ethnically speaking, like <laughs> I, you know, rap is you know where you know a lot right. of us African Americans are you know they into it. For me, I'm one of those talking ones, like. I don't yeah, know none no, of that stuff. Like, no, and, and you know, I wasn't. <laughs> oh no, I'm not trying I, to assume no, anything. No, no, because, for sure. No, I, I take your stance. Like, I knew where you was coming I, from. I, I love hip hop. Yeah, know, like, and and for me to say that I like Migos is kind of going outside. I would I would have never <laughs> thought that you liked Migos. But it's just because it, I don't know what it is, and I think it's a very like just a very fundamental rhythm. Like, yeah. The cadence, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just like this cadence that I'm sort of drawn to. Yeah. And the simplicity of it. Yeah. My friend who is a rapper who I respect a lot, he's like, he's like, you know, Migos and all these guys doing all this mumble rapper, whatever you want to call it, trap. He's like, it's just a progression of the blues and rock and roll. You know, like the blues, rock and roll, R&B, fuck it, you know, all the way up to hip hop. And where we're at, he's like, it's just the next step, man. It's just the next step. These yeah. guys are singing the blues, their style, you know. Yeah. So I respect it in that aspect, I suppose. People like it, whatever. But yeah. it's just kind of silly, you know. Definitely, it's silly. definitely <laughs> silly. silly. Like it's silly like a but, mug, man. But no, it's uh, I I like I like it when I meet people who. Who you think something about them one way and it's totally different, you know? Yeah. It's like you look at, you know, you look, it's like, (laughs) you look at my mom. She's a Mexican lady. She's small. She has a broken, she speaks, she speaks great English, but you can hear her accent, right? Mm -hmm. First thing you think of, 
This lady likes Bonda. She just wants to be whatever. That's maybe stereotypical. Whatever. Man, this lady likes bread. She loves bread. Uh, do you know? Have you ever heard of bread? Bread. Uh, they sing the song. I wanna make it with you. I, I've heard it's the song. The se- it's some seventies soft ass like soft rock shit. Wow. And, and that's just where she. You know, like she. You you would never expect it because she's a very, she's a very serious person. Yes, sir. But like she likes some silly things. You know. Yes, sir. It's a, like I love I love meeting people who you think one way. With you, I had no idea. You know what I mean? Like, because when I met you, you're a very positive person. Yes, sir. You know, like, you don't get a lot of positivity in the music world. Definitely. I guess out of, like, when I play with, like, people, uh, non-secular musicians, Mm -hmm. you see a lot more positivity there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) But there's still a lot of negativity within that, too. Within that, too, for sure. Just my limited experience with playing with Phil back in the day in in the church, you know, there was still, like, People talking shit about other people, and that's just what's gonna happen. Whatever. Yeah. But but for the most part, it's very positive people and positive musicians in the world. In Definitely. my in the non secular world where I mostly live, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of sad, depressed people. And, yeah, and, and I'm one of them at times, and mm-hmm. I've been that person who talks shit, be, mm-hmm. whether it's jealousy or mm-hmm. or just whatever it was in that yeah, sure. moment. You yeah. know, yeah, it, it just happens. It's just yeah, happens. I, yeah. I don't even know how we got here. I don't know how we got here. I think we were just talking. Oh, we're talking about stereotypes. Talking about stereotypes. Talking about people. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay, I'm digging myself out of this hole real quick here. (laughs) (laughs) What is a a weakness? And I hate to say weakness Uh because nothing about your playing is weak. I appreciate um, that. <laughs> and I know I'm giving you a lot of compliments and shit here. Thank you, man. I appreciate, it, I appreciate it. Take it very humbly. Appreciate very it. Very nicely. Um, but what is like a weakness in your mind or, mm-hmm. or something that you want to work on, on whatever instrument mm-hmm. uh, that you're currently working on mm-hmm. or something maybe that you're working on in the past? Uh-huh. And I always give the example, my left hand is dog shit on the piano so <laughs> i run drills with it a lot yeah. to try to get it going yeah you know? so that's just my example yeah what is something that you're working on or maybe mm-hmm. something that you overcame or yeah. you know what i mean like what is it that you're currently gotcha. or have like? okay so for piano I'm, I'm gonna go instrument sweet let's uh, do that so for piano uh I definitely want to be like more fluent when it comes to all my keys. Mm-hmm. There are certain keys that I'm great in, gotcha. certain keys I'm not good in. Um, so I definitely want to get better and like let, letting there be a fluidity yes. when it co- like like I I can smash an A flat, but then I can smash in D too. Right, like, right, right. You know, are you uh, are you more towards the black keys or for to the white keys? Um, I. I'm better at some of the black keys, mm-hmm. but I love the white key. Like G, I love G. I, I like love A, too. a. Like G and A. A, I love A too. Sonically, like they are so mm. beautiful. Like mm. I love, and I love E too. Yeah. E, G, and A are my favorite, favorite white keys. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, then I'm, and then I'm saying like for fluidity as yeah, well. Yeah, for fluidity as well. For, yeah. for like soloing, for yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Those keys on yeah. the whites. Th- those, those keys like melodically and all that, like... They're just like beautiful. Like I love like cording on bass and you know messing around because mm-hmm. I play standard uh, tuning when it comes to bass. Mm-hmm. So five string, you know B E A D G. Right. Uh, I, I love that you know open E, uh, open low E string, and you can yeah. do some 
Recording and stuff on the top Some melody kind of stuff Yeah, yeah um, But that's what I'm working on As far as piano wise And learning to uh, Trying to work to get better Towards being fluent In all my keys And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at um, Before you move on uh-huh. I'm sorry Do you use the transpose Or do you just rough tie? I used to transpose Yeah I still um, transpose Yeah like <laughs> Man There's a lot of flack That people give to other people In the gospel community About transpose And I'm like man listen Everybody starts somewhere mm-hmm. You know like Everybody starts somewhere And for me I don't go around saying that a person suck or anything like that because yeah. they may suck to you now. Right. But the next thing you know, two years later, they killing you. Yeah. So watch what you say, you know, sure. and, 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 and you know, watch watch what you dish out because you might have to eat that later on. Yes, um, but nevertheless, um, I did transpose for a while. Yeah. And uh, but I said, you know what? I want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So I clo- I slowly weaned myself from transposing. And uh, I'm still not where I want to be. Yeah. But I definitely have. Uh, I'm telling myself, like, man, I. I want to do this right, and I want to give my all into it. So I'm going to stop transposing, uh, transposing, and uh, kind of you know just figure it all out. Um, the next thing I want to do is I want to get into more like classical, like playing classical ideas on the piano, and even like stride. Yeah, I went to college with this guy named uh, Matt Dillish I'm playing, and uh, his wife was named Atla, but uh, he he played the crap. He played this thing called like the Tiger Rag. I oh, was like, like like a type of plane. Yeah, it, well, it, it was stride piano. It was stride yeah, yeah, piano. Yeah, yeah. But the song was called ti- uh, the Tiger Rag, and he played it with somebody um, else. Scott Joplin is that I, maybe yeah. so. I'm not sure I'm the artist, but they were like he was on two pianos at the same time. Oh, get so them. he was like, and that left hand was just so. And after the concert, I asked him. I'm like, man. When I just saw that, I'm like, man, I have to ask this dude, yeah. how in the crap is he doing this? <laughs> yeah. Like, on two pianos at that, too. Uh-huh. Like, left hand right. on a whole piano, right right hand on a whole another. But I think, on actually, come to think about it, it might have been all on one piano. But nevertheless, anyway. It's okay. That's but, still hard right, shit to but do. But that's still crazy to do. Yeah. And I asked him after the concert, I said, man, how did you get your left hand to do that? And for him, he was like, man, what happens is, once I get going... My hand just kind of goes into autopilot mode. And I was like, how can your hand go into autopilot (laughs) mode? Because if anybody knows anything about stride, Mm. stride piano is not easy because you drop to a bass note, come up to a chord. And that whole kind of cadence. I think a good example for people um, listening, if you just Google Scott Bragg, Bradley mm-hmm. and the, do you know what I'm talking about? The yeah. postmodern jukebox. Yeah. I'm sure anybody listening to this has seen postmodern jukebox. If you, that's kind of stride piano. He likes to play yeah. that boom, 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 boom. And yeah, so, you see cool. it. So, so, yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, for me, difficult. anyways. <laughs> but so, so what was his, he, he just said he goes, yeah. He, he just pretty much was like, yo, man, I just go into autopilot mm-hmm. and uh, and I just, my right hand just is as free as a bird. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, that is just, that's so amazing to hear and see that that can happen. So um, that's what I'm working on as far as piano. Um, sm- moving over to bass wise, um, I've been uh, trying to get better into like soloing. And uh, being able to identify chords or like playing chords and kind of, you know, letting my hands, you know, getting the best use of my hands as far as dexterity, mm-hmm. as far as doing like shapes and chords and yeah. um, being being better. Like if I hear like a, a, a saxophone player, a guitar player, you know, playing a solo, then I can, okay, and like trying to get that fluidity yeah, going yeah, yeah, totally. just as far as my soloing and just even just how I approach bass mentally because, um, th- 
especially when it comes to church, guys who play keyboard, it's like, man, I, I when I play bass, I I want to play, I want to think as a keyboard player because yes. the way they think is amazing. Because you know, because um, in church, what happens is is that there's no there's no one that plays the bass, right. like. It's just all polychords. Da, 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 da. So they leave the bass player to do his job and to play bass. Right. So a lot of sometimes those changes, da, 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 uh-huh. like here, like being able to think those changes and you know kind of move with yes. that. It's like man, that mm-hmm. that's so cool. So I'm working on that as far as um, bass drum wise. Oh, just hold on oh, before sorry. we get to the drum. No, I just wanted to expound <laughs> on that because that's interesting. Um, and and just because, because, just thinking of something in a different way can make a lot of things click. So when you're thinking of your bass and your where you're moving and thinking like a keyboard player, which you also are, so that helps a lot. Um, it forces your brain to think beyond of just what you're doing right now. Yeah, 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 and yeah. When yeah. you do that, like I feel like you're opening up different pathways because I feel like that applies to your life as well. Yes, like, sir. Like being able to comprehend lots of things coming at you all at once. Yes, sir. And be able to discern and, and you know choose properly if yeah. that's what the situation calls for. Yes, sir. So, so when you when you said that, that rings to me because for me, when I'm playing keys, I see the guitar, and mm-hmm. so like I'm picturing the guitar shape. So I'm making a G major, and I'm thinking guitar shape as well. And so mm-hmm. and, and that's it. That's where it stops. And and I still have a hard time thinking of of the chords and notes related yeah. to the piano. Yeah, yeah. Because the guitar is bass too, but the yeah. guitar, they're all laid out much differently than piano. Yes, sir. The piano is very linear, the bass and guitar and those and yeah. string instruments in general are very yeah. they're not it's not linear. Yeah. There's patterns, but it's not linear like a piano. Definitely. So so, so Thinking of things, especially for multi-instrumentalists, I guess this would be good information, is mm-hmm. thinking of it in in real time in mm-hmm. other instruments. I mean, it just has to help. I it, mean, It, it definitely helps. does. And, and like for you, you said it helps you in just... How does it help you again? I'm sorry. Could you it, 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 as far as like playing... Picturing uh-huh. what the pianist is doing. So for me, yeah, like when I'm playing bass, like I'll, I, I, I visualize piano. Yeah. Like I visualize if I'm doing moves... If I'm playing the bass part, I'm visualizing how it will be if I'm just watching somebody yeah. play it out. Yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. watching myself play it out. Right. Um, but that's how it happens for me. But but what does that kind of help you do? It, it helps me to um, it helps me to identify what to do. Mm-hmm. But also too, it helps me to identify where I can go. Uh huh. The different changes I, because and we all know that you can play a chord. But with every chord you play, you can play a bass note, and there's a difference. Like you can you can play a G major with a G in the bass, right. play a G major with an E in the bass, right. play a G major with a C in the bass, right. play a G major with an A in the bass, play a G major with a uh, with a F, with an F in the bass, right. and it all has its specific specific colors, mm-hmm. sounds, and its specific uh, directions it can take you. Right, right. So for me, I just try to uh, visualize like when I play bass. Along with you know playing chords or something that I've already recorded keyboard wise, mm-hmm. it's like man, okay, I know I'm doing this, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Okay, let me take a step here. Yeah. Because theory wise, 
I know what I can do. Right. And I know the confines of what I where I can go. Yes. But also I know this picture that I painted, so I know that yes, this picture goes like this here, yeah, yeah. and on this part it's supposed to go like this, but I can do this instead. Right. So, um, but, but it really helps me to, um. To, to see where I can go right and to uh, and to, for me to even step outside the box yeah, yeah. or to maybe you know um, to, to kind of um, if I need to keep things simple and whatnot and sometimes it's hard for me to think simple <laughs> I, I just had a session this past week and it was like the guy was like simple and I'm at the right. keyboard like oh. yeah oh and playing chords in first position yeah like, what like, is happening oh, today this is boring <laughs> just, I was ready to go to sleep but <laughs> No, that's, what, that's that, what calls for, you know. Yeah, yeah. And but that's good that you're able to step back and do that. It's interesting. Discipline. It can, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And it, it's interesting. It it basically gives it, when you're picturing other instrumentation while you're playing, it, it mm -hmm. gives you um it gives you that freedom to make cr uh, creative choices. Yes, sir. And, and just kind of hear how it plays out and even if you're not hearing it as you're processing all this because mm -hmm. You're also playing in real time as well. Yeah, so, definitely. So yo. you're still like you have to maintain some kind of focus here, definitely. but you're also making this, which which training, which reading music training uh, helped me with that when I was learning how to play drums because I started on drums too. Yes, sir. And um, you're always taught to sort of like you're reading ahead, you're reading ahead of where the measure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to know what's coming up, you don't want to be surprised. So you're mm -hmm. always looking ahead. So you're so from the time you start learning reading, you're you're being taught to have uh, a duplicitous way of seeing yeah. what you're doing. Yes, sir. And then it expands beyond that, especially Definitely. with improv and stuff like yes, that. Yes, so, sir. So um, that's really interesting. So what about <laughs> drums? What are you working on with drums? Um, drums, man. One thing that I sucked at for a while was um, that I that I picked up from Thomas Lang. Mm. Uh, was just the whole concept of independency. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, drum-wise, drums is the one instrument where you're moving everything. Every right. limb in your body, you're moving it. Oh, Fingers, yeah. uh, like everything. You're yeah. moving everything. So for me, I I was working on getting the whole independency down, and I, I have an exercise that I personally use that I, that I use, uh, well, that I do, and it helps me to do it. But now I'm at the place where I want to get better when it comes to, and of course, reading is essential for everything. Like I want to get better reading at everything, but also specifically with just with drums, reading as well. But I want to get better with my independency, not just playing a whole bunch of crap. Like man, I'm past the days of chops. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I've grown content. I've grown very content to be the person that says, hey. Let's have a, you know, like if we, me and you were playing, yeah. and you know, I'm playing some chops, and you just rip me to shreds. Yeah. I'm still gonna go to sleep at night. Like I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> that's good. Like keep you awake. Like yeah. yeah, like I'm fine with that. Like right. that's your lane, you know, and my lane is my lane. But right. I'm learning to be more, um, trying to get more a fluid in my independence, and also even messing with odd timing kind of mm -hmm. stuff, like. Um, you know, 11, 11 over eight. Yeah, yeah. You know, nineteen over uh, over eight. You yeah. know that kind of stuff, and um, you know, thirteen over twenty two or something like mm -hmm. that, and kind of messing with those odd timings, man, and just stretching my brain to yeah. places that I've never stretched it to. Yeah. And um, you know, Virgil Donati is one of the guys who I remember watching. Like Virgil, he had he did this joint uh, back at this old VHS tape that I had. <laughs> 
And um, this was back in the 80s, so you know what was hot. The mullets, the sleeveless shirts, all that stuff. Hell yeah. But, uh, (laughs) hey, that's dope. Yeah. (laughs) But but you know what? The 80s, man, like, Dead Weckle, another guy that I watched back from the 80s, he had this joint called Island Magic. Uh, Chickaria produced it. Mm. That song is freaking amazing. I got it saved in my uh, in my internet on my on my iPhone right now. Yeah. Like that joint <laughs> is freaking ridiculous. Like the way he plays it, his drum sounds amazing. The production of the song was amazing. The way he the way he crafted it and the way he depicted the picture from the top yeah. all the way to the ending is amazing. And also too phrasing wise, and that goes for every instrument. Mm. Just learning how to phrase better. Um, when it comes to phrasing. You know, learning how to how to paint a or build a house. Yeah. You know, you don't build a house from the top yeah. down. Like you right, don't right. just give everything you got at first. Right, right. Build up the anticipation. Yes. Take us on a roller coaster ride. Take yes. us up the hill, and then boom, yeah. smack us with the climax, and take yeah. us all the way. You know, well, take us back. It's like writing a story. Exactly. Right? Like it's a short story every exactly. time. Exactly. You have your your beginning. You draw them in. Yep. You have your your you have the the issues that are happening. So you're building the tension. Yeah. Then you have your climax. Yep. And then the resolve. The resolve. Wherever it goes. Exactly. And so so every time that yeah. you're taking a solo, you're yeah. writing a short story. Everyone. Exactly. Just so you know. Just so you. Just so know. you know. <laughs> People are reading the story. Sometimes that shit don't make sense. Yeah, it, man, straight up, like, like you, a person starts off a solo, like, <laughs> or, yeah, so it's just on drums, just yeah, spazzing, oh, yeah. like, or just on bass, just, ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and that's what it is for drums. Um, for guitar, man, oh, okay. I just want to learn better chords, man. I just want to learn chords and being able to play them in the root positions, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, inversions and different things like yeah. that. And but just you know, being able to say. Just being able to get better to the point where if somebody needed some guitar, yeah, I can go track it. Yeah, like, I'm like okay, cool. Where we at? Give me your money. Look, I'm right, right here. Yeah, <laughs> being, being able, being able to do that, man. Yeah. So, um, but that's all for guitar, man, and and just again, you know, phrasing, fluidity, all yeah. that stuff. So, well, you know, like talking to talking to chops, people who play a lot, who have the chops. Yeah. Um, what I notice is like people will de- dedicate a lot of time to it, mm-hmm. but as they get older. There's, I this is the pattern I see just from because I've talked to a lot of people. Yes, sir. And I see as they get older, something they get past this point where they're trying, they stop trying to impress everybody, and they just want to be super pocket and yeah. just be super like they just want to be the guy, you yeah. know, the guy that you yeah. got the call, the yeah. first guy on the list. Yeah. It's like, look, it's nice to have those, and uh, you know, it's nice to show off. But mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, people just want that pocket. Yeah. And then when it's time for you to shine, that's when you yeah, take yeah, it. Yeah, that's when you do it's it. Not, yeah. You don't start. You're not just yeah. oh, the whole time. <laughs> and I have, I have academic friends who are very, who come from the other side, who come mm-hmm. from like marching band. You know, that's oh, very yeah. rigid. I did. I did marching band too. Me too. I, yeah. I played bass. Okay. What'd you I, play? I played uh, snare. snare in high school. I didn't do it in college, but mm-hmm. uh, in high school, I was section leader. When I walked into high school and then when I left, so freshman to, to senior year, yeah, I was yeah. I was the uh, captain. Where you so. is, and you stayed on snare? Yep, stayed on snare. What school? Uh, Libby. Yeah, Libby. This, this yeah, was all Libby. I'm sorry. No, you're right. So uh, it was ja- it was all jazz, uh, jazz band, uh, pet band, which is the basketball games right, as well. Right. And that was high school and college, mm. and also uh, j- um, marching band. So I played snare and all that. And I was not bragging or anything like that, mm. but. Which was a good thing and a bad thing though too, but I was actually the best musician at my school, and it was like, man, it was it was fun, mm-hmm. but at the same time too, 
it capped me out of because course. no one was better than me, right. so I couldn't learn from anybody. Right. I mean, I still could learn from my counterparts who weren't as good as me. Right. But um, it. It, but you quickly outgrew it. Yeah, yes. quickly outgrew it. And it's like, man, there's nobody else that's better than And all the guys who were better than me, they all graduated right. before I did. So I was like, man, crap. But, and, and I think that's a very good point to touch on as well is if you want to get better at something, then mm-hmm. go where there are people better than you and get in yes. on that. <laughs> yes, on man. That like, yes, sir. I, I, I have to give... I have to give credit to I want to give credit to a certain uh, certain couple people but Charles Walker um, uh, he's, he's not my uncle mm. blood wise but him and my dad are very close and yeah. I consider him as my uncle yeah. man there's a point in time where I would I would be scared to touch an organ in church but I started playing drums and this, this is gonna sound weird yeah. but I started playing drums at my uncle Chuck's church uh-huh. uh, Victory Life uh, Worship Center yeah. and uh, I was playing it for two years every week this man would have something fresh. Like wow. every week, this man would have something that my ears heard and was like, "Yo, what the crap is this?" Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would take this stuff and I would go to the church that I played at and I would practice it. And he like single handedly took helped me to take my confidence to a whole other level when it came to playing an organ. Like yeah. if I went to a church and there wasn't a keyboard or a piano and there was an organ there, like he he helped my confidence so much and helped me to grow. Yeah, I'm still not where I want to be yet, but. He he gave me confidence, even though I was just playing drums at the church. Yeah, he played organ and I played drums. Right, but every week, man, he he gave me something fresh, and I just like, yo, okay, what was that? Yeah, hey, what was that? Cool, boom, 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 yeah. boom, cool. Yeah, but just having, and that's so true. Having people that you can be around, and like you said, go where you can grow. Yeah, because if you, I mean, and that's just. If you if you take that down even to science or even to just plants to life, what happens to something that that doesn't grow? Right, it dies. It dies. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you don't put a plant. You don't water. You don't you yeah. don't give it sunlight. Yeah, you, you don't, don't give nurture it. Nutrients, it. Yeah. yeah, it's just gonna shrivel yeah. up and, and die. Right. Or, or <laughs> my mom's plant. Uh, I I take care of my mom's. I I live at. I don't live with my mom, but uh-huh. I live in her house, and she just has all these plants that I have mm-hmm. to take care of now, which is fine. I don't mind. I like plants. I like growing gardens mm-hmm. and shit. Got a green thumb, okay? Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's it's farmer genes, man. Mexicans. <laughs> it's farmer shit. Um, but it's like. Some of these poor plants are meant to be pot- repotted into the ground. So these poor plants, these root structures are just being suffocated. And so there's these like shriveled up little poor little plants. My mom doesn't want me to transfer them. She's just, just leave them alone, leave them alone. And I'm just all right, whatever. <laughs> so these poor little plants are shriveled up. And that's what, if you don't take yourself outside your comfort zone. Man, for and, and, sure. It, and it all comes down to just being... Go go be uncomfortable for a little bit, man. Yes. Go be uncomfortable. Yeah. Be, uh, be uneasy. Mm-hmm. Don't want don't, every situation shouldn't be a comfortable situation. It shouldn't be because you're gonna get used to it, and you're mm-hmm. just and that's where you're gonna stop. Yeah. And and that's and and that's kind of where I'm at right now. I want to mm-hmm. start playing with better players. Like mm-hmm. not that I don't play with really good players because yeah. I respect the players I play with. and They're mm-hmm. all fantastic musicians, mm-hmm. but just taking it to the next step and just yeah. different genres you know definitely because I mean? because i'm basically doing just cover band stuff and then and then my wife who i play with who loves r&b and and just learning these songs that my wife likes to sing i mean that fuck it i mean learning r&b songs on guitar like it was it's been so and all that. yeah the voicings and just like little fills you can put that's i love the guitar i love playing the guitar playing that kind of music yeah. and doing that i'm better at that 
Uh, kind of, but internet radio. Right, yeah. Oh, no, you good. I see the microphone. <laughs> nah, no, I like that. No, you're all right. He's like, well, I don't want to interrupt, but I'm interrupting right now. <laughs> no, I'm just no, you good. But hey, I see good. there's microphones right. right. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> all good. I got a lot to say, actually. <laughs> got a lot to say. Like, oh, no, no, I'm That is a big fat lie. She's not gonna show her boobs, Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Only women decide when they wanna show their tits, when they wanna show their tits, and anyone else can eat butt. That that's true that's true shit right there. That's true shit. Thank thank you. Angie? Is it Angie? Is that your name? <laughs> Angie? Angela. Angela. I'm My sorry. Angela, thank you so much. You, you're dropping truth. Women decide. Absolutely. And anybody who disagrees with that is an asshole. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so, like, at this point, right now, you you know, young man. Yes, sir. Hard, and, uh, you know, you got a lot, lot of life in front of you. And, yes, sir. And, and you don't drink. I, I, I take it. We're at a bar. Yeah, you nah, don't want to drink. Yeah, I don't yeah, drink I, either. I, water. Water. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't mess with any kind of drugs or anything. Nah, so you don't really got anything holding you back. Yes, sir. Like, so what do you, what do you, uh, how do you pick your projects? Like, how do you, because um, I'm sure there's a lot of people offering you yes, a lot of whatever yeah. all the time. So how do you pick what you want to pursue? Um, Honestly, man, I just, uh, I just happen just to be concerned most of the time with just working at church and everything's like that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, man, I, I, I can say that I've been blessed to be in the position to where, you know, I just continue to do what I'm supposed like. I just focus on me mm -hmm. and what I'm doing or just focus on the things that I have. Yeah. And um, people will uh, people will call me. And I, I t I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, that, for sure. you know, uh, that people that can see what you're doing. And see who you are as a person, even aside from the music. Right, right. You know, um, and and they'll say, "Hey, man, I want you to be a part of my project, and I want you to help." So um, I'm just thankful to people that uh, that decide that they want me to be a part of something. Um, but for me, how I, how people, well, how I pick stuff, I guess. Um, I just happen to just you know stay working. Um, so I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely. I like to do a little bit of any and everything, mm. um, to a certain extent. Like yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't totally. go too far off into like secular stuff or anything like right. that. Okay. Or like, uh -huh. um, but like I'll, I'll do like some recordings. I'll do like a little engagement here and there. Gotcha. Um, nothing, nothing too out of my comfort zone though. Gotcha. Um, like or, you're not, you're not trying to go out and be in like a hardcore metal band. Yeah, or, nah, or, not or, at all. Or like maybe, or like, like, oh, like a like Nicki Minaj or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah. So any anything that doesn't have sort of a more of a positive message. Yeah, yeah. So if definitely. it's something that's not yeah, in that vein. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. that's not in that vein. And and for me, and I'm and it, for me personally, I, I definitely try to be mindful of of you know of, of my faith and my views mm -hmm. and um, you know me you know being a Christian yeah. and whatnot. And uh, I mean, again, like I said, I listen to everything, and I, you know, I, I play secular and non secular. Yeah. But um, in the secular aspect, there's just only so far I will go. Oh, for sure. Um, like I, <laughs> I remember, there's always so much you could ask yeah, of one like, man. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and actually, come to think about it, I remember I told a, told the story to somebody the other day. Um, 
and kind of and getting back on point. But when it came to the secular aspect, somebody uh, this is back in college, uh-huh. uh, and uh, I was actually criticized by one of my professors, uh, my music professors, and he was pretty much saying, um, you know, if, uh, he asked me like, so if Lil Wayne um, offered you this this much and this that to be on the tour, you wouldn't take it. And I said no because he doesn't re- he doesn't reflect. My views and my beliefs, yeah. you know, as a Christian, and from from he he um, he he didn't really have any like nice words to say when I, yeah. I was like, you know, I, I felt as though that was very unfortunate. Like, man, I you know, don't criticize me because right. what I want to do and what I believe oh. in and what I and, and I choose to stick strong to my faith. Right, but at the same time too. Um, I'm not gonna bash anybody else that goes to do that because right. I know guys who are you know who are strong in their faith and whatnot, but they you know uh, they're they're playing for you know usher and different things like that, yeah. and which is fine and cool. Um, yeah. But just for me, and again, it's my road. It's yeah. it's where I want to go and whatnot. For but sure. you know, um, but yeah, like I said, that for me, it's just um, a, a person. They'll just contact me, or and I'm and I'm I'm so grateful for that, man. I've I've I can say that I've been blessed. To be in the position that I never had to go out and look for work. Yeah, yeah. Um, that work finds me. Right. And I'm so grateful for that. I, I give all glory, honor to God for that. And I appreciate um, that people would like to have me on their projects yeah. because, man, listen, musicians are like a dime in a dozen. Like, th- that, that's just what it is. Like, yes it's, and no. But, yeah, like, <laughs> no, no, please finish your point yeah, before like, I, I shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Please, no, finish your like, point. Like, well, I, I feel like. I feel like it's twofold. So, there are musicians everywhere. Right. That's that's the A side. The right. B side is that with a musician, there's a lot of things that you have to check in, in, in or not necessarily check, but it's the things that you have to be aware of because you know you can be a musician, but your life. Like you can be a little reckless when it comes to your living, right? Um, you know, you you can be a womanizer, different things like that, and whatnot, or or you can you know do this and do that. And, and I mean, that ain't my place. I ain't going down that road of judging nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is not my road. But um, I'm just the type of guy where I just you inquire of me, mm. ask what you need to ask. All right, let's work. Mm. Cool. I do what I do. Go home. Right. Like that's right. my job. I, that I'm it's doing it's my, my job. job. I'm doing yeah. my job. Not doing anything to yeah, blur yeah. them lines or nothing like that. But and, and that's what it is, man. I just try to keep a good rapport yeah. with every person that I do con or that I do work with. And um, I just try to make sure that I make the artist happy. It ain't about what I hear. Yeah, yeah. You know, or I make the producer happy. But it, it ain't about it ain't about me. It ain't about that. Like I was I've been hired to to do this or do that. Right. Um and so once I'm done, I'm done, you right. know, and that's it. But you know, I still like to keep relationship with the people that I work with and whatnot. And I just try to keep good standings with everybody. Yeah. Um but again I, I'm just grateful for every person that has contacted me yeah. um and that chooses to have me a part of their project. And right. I, I look forward to you know, to the things to come. Yeah. So. Well, I look forward to your videos. I want to see that. I'm like, <laughs> definitely. I, I didn't man. know you had a YouTube channel, so yeah. now I'm about to go like I, dig in. Man, I, I actually don't have a YouTube channel, but uh. what was I actually just started it though, because okay. like, I actually just made this music stuff like right. a, a business. Like I'm actually like now a legit business, and um, oh, just it, went and got an LLC. Yeah, went and got an LLC. So B and B Music LLC. Nice. Um, that's my B and B. So it's like letters B and B. About to be writing and off it, your miles yeah, in Detroit. Yeah, all that, man. Oh, so, dude. It's as soon as All you start that. doing that, man, 
as soon as you actually start taking it like a business, mm -hmm. you run it like a corporation, and, and you, you're keeping track of your, yeah. your, 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 your receipts, mm -hmm. and when you're doing this and you're treating it like a small business, man, that's when it all changes. That's when it all changes. And that's when your tax bracket starts going up, baby. Going cause, up, yeah. Because that's when you, like, you're able to measure it. Now. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like before you're like, oh, I can pay that bill, I can pay that bill, but now you're able to like measure exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And what's great about Rydos, I don't know how much you know about tax law. Oh or yeah, anything. I, I know, I know, and I know somewhat. I'm still learning though. I'm yeah, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm My wife does it all. She's an nice. incredible human being who I rely mostly nice. on. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> She's the smart one, and I'm just, I'm just here for the ride. Um, I'm smart. You're dumb. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing you I can do about it. I accept that. <laughs> I, she, she, she has my son. She has my baby. Yes, sir. She wins. Yes, Queen. yes, yes. All right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, we have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah, man. but but once you start messing with the numbers and seeing how you can, like, it's it's fun, man. It's it fun, really is, and, yeah. and it takes you to the next level. And it's because you can measure it. Mm -hmm. Because you can measure your progress. Yes, sir. And that's what it's really all about. Is yes, sir. Being able to measure your progress, even if it's incrementally. Yeah. I mean, and that's how we were motivated as musicians, right? Like mm -hmm. even these incremental. Uh, incremental gains that we made playing mm -hmm. that was enough to fuel us to the next one right yeah. it's like when the first time you were able to like do a crazy change and yeah. like hit that run yeah. yep. oh you know like all these years <laughs> led to that moment all these years led to that moment and then of course that becomes boring yeah. quick <laughs> and then you move and on and then you're on to the next thing but yeah. that's what fueled you to go to the next yes, thing sir, and so G. it kind of works in the same way when you're able to measure yeah. your income and measure exactly what you're doing yes, sir. and how your talent yeah. is creating a life for yourself so you're true. able to measure it yeah. and see the, the advance see the or, or the decline yeah because if there's a decline also you know there's something you gotta figure something out you gotta figure out you gotta go back <laughs> to the drawing board hey Yes, sir. Uh, man. I have to pee really bad, so we're uh, gonna end this <laughs> shit right now. Uh, you know, and I do apologize for swearing so much. No, I, no. I, I I did notice that you're not a swearer. Uh -huh. I figured as uh -huh. much. <laughs> but man, yeah, you have a great attitude, and Thank I think you so that's much. probably why people call you. I mean, yes, you even sir. said it. It's Thank like, you. I mean, and that's and just the last thing. When I stopped drinking and stopped carousing and yes, stopped sir. acting like a musician and became a musician, became a musician, yes, sir. That's when I started getting the calls. Yes, sir. And I know I'm not the greatest piano player. I know I'm not the mm. greatest bass player. I know mm -hmm. I'm not the greatest guitarist. Yes, sir. But I work well with others. Yes, sir. I show up on time and yep. I show up with my shit down. Yeah. So and that's what that's that's the for stuff. the most part. I gotta <laughs> say that I could be a little I could that's, be a little lazy, but, <laughs> but I do show up on time. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> for man. the most part. <laughs> yes, you man. know how it goes. You yes, know sir. Goes. Indeed, but, man. Hey, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you for really having me so much, Mike. I appreciate you. Uh, no, man. Saw coming love. ten seconds, man. Listen, <laughs> down the road. For right, you. <laughs> man. No, thank you for having me, man. And yeah, I'm man, truly too. honored that this was um, you decided to call me, man, and oh, yeah, have man. me on the show, man. Honored again that this is my first podcast and hey man the, what what better way to do your first anything in your hometown you and where it all starts for you and you know yeah. where where your gifts cultivate so i'm well, honored man thank you for having I'm, me so well, much I'm honored, man um for sure and and is there any like websites any facebook anything yeah. you want to direct people to find you yeah so um Facebook, you can find me at uh, Byron Harris Jr. Mm. Um, there's a picture that I, I think is like a black hat, and then I actually am like pointing down. That's my personal page. Also, my business page okay. is Byron J. 
Um, so you can go there and it'll be at BNB Music B, the letter B, uh, NB Music, yeah. and the number two. Um, on Twitter, you can find me at BNB Music number two. On Instagram, you can find me at BNB uh, Music number two. Uh, and that's BNB Music with the number two, not the word two. Uh, and um, YouTube, Byron Harris Jr. Uh, more video. I'm, I'm getting ready to put you know all the videos and different things up that on that page. Um, but yeah, man, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm on there. I'm I'm on Twitter, not too much though. Yeah. Like, but so but like Facebook and Instagram are my two. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, I thought I said Facebook and Graham. But Facebook that's and Instagram. Right. I call it Face Space. <laughs> it's Face Space. Yeah, Facebook and Instagram. That's where I'm mainly yeah. at. But yeah, man. Um, and I, I definitely try to keep a. Um, you know, I, I don't post like every day, but I definitely try to keep people uh, informed on what I'm doing and different mm -hmm. things like that. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find me, man. And I'm there. Um, I'm a part of this band called Electric Fried. Uh, that's a new band in town. So, Wait, are you guys doing the cover circuit? Uh, we're, we're doing the cover circuit. Actually, um, we'll be performing here at Buster Brown's oh, right um, on um, Sunday coming up. Acoustic oh. for autism. This won't. This won't. Uh, this won't air for okay. like a few weeks. Okay, got so. you. But it's, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah. I, but it's a su this Sunday coming up. Okay. Yeah, this Sunday coming up. Okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll be. Uh, we're playing at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. to 10:45. Right. On. So by the time this gets airs, we'll already be <laughs> playing. It'll so so be it's uh, originals or. Uh, uh, we do. We actually have two originals that we're nice. performing. But it's mostly cover band kind of stuff, though. Are you guys going to try to, like, hit the downtown Oh, uh, We've actually, yeah, we've hit the downtown. We've played at uh, our first gig, our opening, like, yeah. night was uh, we played at the Blarney downtown. Oh, nice. yeah. We had we had a very gr uh, great turnout. Nice. So that was pretty cool. So, nice. yeah, we're, we're a new band here in town. Um, and we're just, you know, looking to, uh, to, you know, just to show people some love and, you know, show what we can do here in the city, man, and to carve our own lane. What so, uh, what what's are you guys on Facebook? Yeah, yet? we're on uh, Facebook. The band is called Electric Fried. Ele uh, no, I'm sorry, Electric Electric Electrified, 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 electric, yep, electrified, and it's E L E K, okay, uh, T R I, fried, F R I E D, so electric fried, okay, yeah, and who's in that band? So myself, I'm on bass, Chris Pope. Uh, he's a local drummer around here. He plays drums, and then Justin Marchand, awesome and great guitar player. Man, I'd right. love for you guys to meet. Um, but sure yeah, he, he plays good. Sure, he would have a lot to teach. Man, <laughs> listen, he's amazing. But yeah, man, sure. we're we're a new band, and that's one of the bands that I'm a part of. Well, that's probably the most like consistent band I'm a part of around right. here. And other than that, uh, the church I play at, Detroit. Uh, New Life Family Church, Pastor Welton Smith. Um, I'm I currently play auxiliaries, and then I'm uh, I'm a sub. So like when a person like moves or like they're uh, they're like sick or can't you know be mm -hmm. at church, I move around. So those gotcha. are the two consistent places and people that are in groups that I work with. So um, but other than that, man, just you know freelancing musician. Yeah. So but yeah, that's that's all my information. You can find me on there. Also my website, um, I'm getting that in the works. Nice. But the website is byronharrisjr.com. Byron B Y R O N Harris H A R R I S Junior dot com, and um, so I'm getting some I'm getting some things uh, situated with that, and that way people can you know stay in touch with me and see what I'm doing and whatnot, and um, you know just uh, just want to reach the people more. Like I'm no I'm no superstar, nothing like that, <laughs> but just you know like people have always asked me like, man, where can I catch you? And so that's where I'll have all of that stuff Sweet. at. So yeah, man. All right, bye. Yes, thank you very much, man. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Very Appreciate much. you, my I'm G. And uh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Yes, sir. Which man. everybody needed to know that. Yes, I had to. I couldn't wait to switch. Couldn't, couldn't wait. Okay. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>
Thank you, Byron, for meeting me up out at Buster Brown's Lounge out in Maumee, out there on Conant Street. If you're ever out there, stop by and say hi to Teresa. She's a lovely young lady who uh, who who attends the bar there. There's there's a whole the staff is wonderful. People are nice, as you can hear in this podcast. Uh, a lot of interruptions from the locals, so uh, lovely people, and I really appreciate them letting us set up there and uh, do our thing. Um, go and check out Rain of Mystique's new album, 1018, available at rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Um, you can also stream it on, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, anywhere you get your, you stream your music, you can find Rain of Mystique's new album, 1018, 1018. <laughs> You can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking about right now. Uh, you can also check out the newly redesigned website, WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at WeSpeakEnglishGood or you, on uh, Facebook at WeSpeakEnglishGood. Uh, you can also follow me on Mike Epp or Mike EP. Um, uh, and... Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. One more thing. Um, I'm pre-recording this, so I just got back from South by Southwest as of yesterday of this being released. And um, I don't know how it went yet, but I'll let you know on the next one. <laughs> so we'll have a South by Southwest, probably have a South by Southwest show uh, next week because I don't have anything for next week. I'm completely tapped. So hopefully we can figure this out. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Fresh.